everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Jeff Mudflap and the Gang. Featuring Colleen. the game good morning it is 607 it's wednesday february 28th Woo! not even the last day of february just want to make sure i hit the button because i had to do some things yes just, you did you okay, hit it i think we're, sure. we're 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 on the air okay we, I mean, we could always verify that i guess you know somebody text us and let us know you're hearing <laughs> our voice yeah there's the one key button that if somebody yes. forgets to do it we're sitting here talking to ourselves and we don't even know it. i want to make sure this time i have a little note that says, did you hit the button? I saw that. You have a little post-it over yeah. there. But yeah. So, and <laughs> since I did that one thing earlier, I was like, I want to make sure I hit that button back. Well, after our last uh, time this happened, if we, was that, uh, was that? Yeah, was a few days last ago. Last week, Friday? Yeah, or? something like that. I think Friday yeah. or Monday, something like that. Now, I'm I'm a little more conscientious of it. When I come in, too, I always look at and make sure that it that you did it. Yeah. So, there's two of us trying now. Hey, so. that's good. Two tries. Anyway. We're, we're liable to go through. That's right. Um. Woo! All right. Well, here we are. Here it's, we are. Uh, okay, yes. So far, so good. I can hear you. Nacho. Okay. Thank you, Nacho. Oh, thank you, Nacho. Yeah. Nacho listens every morning. So yes, he he's, does. he's part of the gang. So thank you, Nacho, Andy for listens letting us know. every morning. Okay, yeah. So yeah. we got, um, so yeah, it's nice to know because we're, we're actually broadcasting. We're on the air. Yes. Success. Success. They That's the first thing we've done today, and it worked. We're 100%. Woo! So if we can just keep it at 75% or above yeah. uh, with what we're doing here, that's like great. All right, let's see. Well, I tell you, one of the the big things uh, going on, man. Have you heard about the wildfire around Amarillo and Canadian? They said yesterday Canadian was basically surrounded by fire, and they were trying to evacuate people. The uh, smoke was so thick and everything, and I, I never heard word of if I everybody mean, got out or I, what the I deal wanna, is there. But I guess the, my first thought is, man, what if that was my house? You know, what would I do? Yeah, you know, I guess if, you it's know, very well, scary. You know, you know, is. sometimes you don't really stop and. You know, when you know I, wildfires usually happen somewhere where you're not. You know, so you tend to go, "Oh wow, wildfire! That's oh, that's that's terrible." But man, seeing this and how massive yeah. and how you know it, when they talk about Canadian being surrounded, yeah, I mean, you think, man, that's terrifying. That's scary. You know? I remember when I was a uh, firefighter out at uh, Whiteface, you know, and uh, we I went out and there was one fire that was just really building out there, and it was a really big one, and. So, man, I, but those fires, they can get pretty serious. You know, I just remember them, everybody saying, you know, just stay on the side, you know, try to, you know, put the water, you know, as you're, as you're going along the side there. Like but, right at the line of yeah, the fire. Yeah, right at the line of the fire. Bottom, sort of. Yeah. I guess, yeah. But, but that's scary but because of scary. the wind. Yeah. And, and it can happen so fast and just move so fast. Jump roads. Jump I mean, roads. it's all kinds yeah. of stuff. Unreal. Yeah. So, um, 
Anyway, I saw where uh, Governor Abbott issued a disaster declaration yesterday um, that wildfires in Texas affecting 60 counties, 60 in this, you know, the one up there around Amarillo is just one of the several, I guess, but the I mean, Smokehouse Creek Fire. to come down to Amarillo and, right. I mean, I was like, man, that. Well, I saw the National Weather Service in Amarillo was putting out warnings to people in Amarillo even to put wet towels under, like, doors and windows that have, you know, air coming mm-hmm. through. And, to, you know, the, I guess the air quality, even in Lubbock right now, the air quality is, is pretty poor right now because of just, you know, smoke that's just in I was, the atmosphere. I've only had one incident with, you know, being, you know, there was a major fire. And uh, I may have shared this before, but I'll share it again. That's okay. Yeah, well, I, I guess sure. sure. We're here. Go. Let's hear it. I was in uh, I was in uh, St. Petersburg, Russia. Okay. It was Leningrad at the time, and uh, but uh, so we were in a hotel there, and I'm in another country. So I, for whatever, in the middle of the night, I hear banging like on my door. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, and you think it's the so the KGB coming? I to get didn't you or know something? what yeah. it was. So and then they're speaking in Russian, you know, and I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on. So anyway, so I get to the door, I realize that they're going down to each door and you know banging on the doors. And so I was like, huh? And I start to smell. I was like, so I open the door. Sure enough, and that smoke just yeah. And I came in. I was like, oh my gosh, there's a fire. So I closed the door, and. uh Quickly was like, all right, I, I believe there's a fire. We got to get out of here. So I said, you know, grab the, just grab our uh, passports, you know, some cash. I said, I'm going to go wet these towels down real quick. And so I go wet these towels down. And so then I, uh, I throw them over um, my, uh, my ex-wife's face, you know. And then so we're all, and I said, all right, let's crawl on the floor. Let's get out. So I crawl over to the floor, and I'm going over to the door, uh, the emergency door. And for whatever reason, uh, I knew where the emergency door was. I just knew. I didn't check it that day, but I knew it was close by. So I go over there. So I get over there, and I go into, I'm going to go out the emergency you know, stairs or whatever, and they have it locked. Like, Oh, no. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what? 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 How does that happen? So anyway, so I, I make my way to another area. So then I go down those stairs. Well, as I'm going down those stairs, uh, the St. Petersburg Fire Department, you know, they're coming up those stairs trying to get, you know, and we're going opposite directions, you know, but made it out. Okay. Well, know, I was about to say, did you get out? That's the We yeah. did. Okay. Yeah, the place didn't burn down too bad. So Not too bad? Yeah. I mean, it okay. burned a little bit. So, yeah. But our place was okay and. Man, so you didn't so, lose any belongings or anything? I didn't lose any belongings, but man, I... That's scary, though. I, I grabbed my passport, grabbed my money, and, you know... Yeah, I was about to say, when you're in a foreign country or something, oh, man, passport, yeah. that is... Man, there is a some kind of bug flying around in here, and it's about to drive he me nuts. likes you. Well, he keeps fluttering right around my face. Right. Right here. I'm, I can't... I, man, I don't have anything to swat him with. Where's Colleen? She, Man, she can... Man, she'd swat that thing right out of the she air. She needs a know? wet towel. Yeah, because remember that time we had that fly in here, yeah. and she got that... Twists all up, pow! So anyway, if there he is, there he is, where, 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 right there, right where? there. Oh, right there. Okay, there he goes. He goes over there. He's over there. Oh, I don't know. I oh, think now I just, came back to you. Oh, now, now I just agitated him. Oh well. All right, now, now he's an angry gnat. I don't think it's a gnat. It's a little, bird. it's a little bigger than a gnat, but not as big as a fly. So I don't know what it is. I don't know what happened, huh? Interesting. Know. Maybe we wounded him. All right.
Um, all right. Well, <laughs> wow, the adventure's in the studio this morning. Yes. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, today is Tooth Fairy Day. How about that? The Tooth, tooth Fairy. fairy. Tooth Fairy uh, still, I guess, uh, hasn't been to your house in a while. Probably hasn't been to our house in a while. We, we, I think we've lost all our teeth. Yeah, okay. I'm starting to lose. So, oh, really? Know, so yeah. I want some money under my t- Yeah. Yeah, that's according to new Delta Dental uh, information. They did a poll about this. The Tooth Fairy is now leaving a little less this year, which makes sense because everything is you know more expensive. Prices are going up. There's... There's inflation, there's shrinkflation, all oh, the things. Yeah. All the things. That, that nobody seems to want to, you know, people in government never want to acknowledge or talk about. Of but the, those of us uh, living life every day certainly have noticed We want to talk about, yes. The tooth fairies noticed that the average value of a lost tooth declined by 6%. It was $6.23. Now it's down to $5.84. Still not shabby, I guess, if you're a kid. But Isn't that funny that they, they have that kind of, like, I, when the tooth fairy came to our house, it wasn't like six dollars and thirty-eight. I, you know, put that down. It was well. I think you know they yeah, left like just a, average. They, you know, people right. But I'm just saying, like, well, it, I always it, got like the two well, three left me like five bucks or you know, right. You left a, you an left, even you number. Left an yeah. Even number. Right. You left a six. So the fact that it's odd that that's the I, I understand what you're saying, but you know, I think a lot of places the tooth fairy might just you know be maybe it's the end of the night and. And Tooth Fairy's looking through the pockets going, man, all I got is a bunch of change. I'll just oh, leave this. Oh, that's true. I then guess it throws the off the average. Oh, there's that stupid thing again. Ugh. Oh, man, almost had him. Yeah, for just joining us, we have some sort of a flying thing in, in the studio. and we're A flying just thing. just fluttering right in my face. Anyway, uh, I think he likes you. Maybe so. I don't know why. What kind of cologne are you wearing? Kids, uh, I, I'm not wearing anything. Oh, okay. I'm not wearing anything. <laughs> uh, kids in the West get the most per tooth. At an average of five, uh, or no, no, eight fifty-four, eight dollars and fifty-four cents. Kids are are doing that. That's amazing. Kids in the Northeast got six eighty-seven from the Tooth Fairy, followed by five fifty-one in the South, and then three sixty-three in the Midwest. Man, Tooth Fairy, not very generous in the Midwest. Hang on to those teeth. Yeah, man, that's that's crazy. Um, let's see here. Today's also National Public Sleeping Day. It's oh. okay, take a nap, fall asleep I, in public. You know what, I. I don't fall asleep in public, but I do fall asleep like in the car sometimes. Yeah. I I do a lot in my car, and I don't, you know, I like to eat in my car, like lunch sometimes, you know, like take a little nap in my car. I do a little a lot in my car. Why is that? I don't know. I just think, you know, I just just what I do. Okay, it's nothing crazy. I mean, it's usually when I'm waiting on something. Yeah, right. Okay. But uh, no shame. You do you do yeah. whatever you want to do. I just just curious. Uh, so I was thinking about if you know in the in the West, if it's like eight dollars and fifty four cents per tooth, it's probably encouraging kids to just go ahead and yank those teeth out because that's a pretty lucrative, mm-hmm. uh, you know, financial impact of of all those teeth. Uh. But check this out. So here's a guy that thought he had a, he had a great way to make some money. It's a guy in Missouri. He failed in his attempt to commit insurance fraud. That's never a good idea. <laughs> now he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Literally, listen to this. So back in November, there's this guy who suffered a, tra- a tragic accident on a farm when a brush hog rotary mower chopped off both of his legs. All right, oh. or so he said. Well, police responded to a 911 call out at the farm, found the man with both legs missing and tourniquets on both. You know where the legs were, right? Okay, so tourniquets there. They oh. tried to stop the bleeding. Well, in the months that followed since this supposed accident, investigators began to doubt his story about how he lost his legs. First of all, 
he he was a he was already a paraplegic with no use of his legs, which led investigators to question how he even got to be in the path of the mower to begin with. Then they also started wondering how his wounds were so clean when they were supposedly chopped off by the farm equipment, and why there wasn't just you know a, a, a tragic, horrible mess of an accident like that. So also his severed legs were nowhere to be found. So the investigators or the investigation eventually concluded that this guy had tried to commit insurance fraud by staging the accident. In fact, he paid a man to hack off his legs with a hatchet since he couldn't feel them anyway. Police say that since he hadn't yet filed a claim with his insurance company, no fraud charges are going to be filed, but they think that's what he was trying to do. So a guy's a paraplegic, no feeling in his legs, you... has a friend come over with a hatchet, chop off his legs so he can get insurance money. Man, that is that's a, that's one of the craziest stories I think I've ever heard. I mean, I, I think I had no feeling, but oh, what a horrible, what a horrible, horrible thing! Can you imagine? Oh, oh, and well, I mean, it's bad enough just the guy thinks he's doing this, but what kind of friend comes over? You want me to do what? Get the hatchet and chop your legs? Okay, I mean, who who even agrees who to even do that? Agrees to do that? Yeah, I mean, what kind? And, and We're gonna be rich. You're hacking through rich. I mean, Rich, I tell you. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and what do you say? Look, if we get some money, I'm going to share this with you, so it's totally worth it. Yeah, okay, give me the hatchet. I mean, that's that's crazy. You, I won't feel it anyway. Right. I mean, you know, you, you understand that part of it, but just the gruesome nature of sitting there trying to no whack them off and gross. do all the. I mean, I, I don't know. Why would people? Why people? People. Anyway, the guy people. just. Uh, it turns out though. Oh my gosh. You know, he didn't get any insurance money and. What a weird, what a weird, people do the uh, weirdest things, man. You just, just when you think you've heard it all. People are fun. Gotta love people. What a, You're a people person. Yes, yes I am. Um, <laughs> no, I am. I like people, all right. No, you, you, I, you are. I was just, <laughs> I'm just joking. Hey, by the way, we were sitting there talking about it's National Tooth Fairy Day. Our uh, gang, uh, gang friend here, Troy, he said that, uh, he said the Tooth Fairy left every bit of $10 or more, and uh, his grandkids got 20 Troy, uh, twenty plus. Wow. wow, man, grandkids got it good, you know. Yeah, I I know Troy's grandkids. They do have it well. So, um, all right. Well, National Tooth Fairy Day. There you go. All right. So coming up here, we to that terrible story about a guy, you know, chopping oh, off his legs for horrible. insurance money. It's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> really, we need a palate cleanser of some yes. good news, don't we? Yeah. This it's there's a, right. a it's a story. It's kind of it's kind of cute. So we we've got uh, we've got a it's a cat so, story though. Oh, it's a cat story. Okay, good vibes, including a cat story, and that's coming up here in just a few. All right, we've got a few good news stories this morning in our good vibes. Starting off, this is kind of cool, man. What a generous person. Students at a medical school in New York City received an unexpected gift this week from an extremely wealthy donor who did her best Oprah impression. You know, Oprah. Really? Oh, you know, okay. used to give stuff yeah. away. Really generous. Anyway, her name's Ruth Godisman, I think. believe how she pronounced that. I'm not really sure, but uh, that's probably close enough. We'll call her Ruth. She, uh, Ruth G. Ruthie G. That'd be her rapper name. Um, anyway, she's the chairperson of the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. Wow, that's, that's for smart people right there. Wow. She's also the widow of a billionaire financier. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, wow, some people have all the luck. Yeah. She announced to the student body that their med school education is tuition-free. 
She made a $1 billion donation to the school, said that beginning in August, tuition will be free for students at that school in perpetuity, which means, like, you know, basically uh, forever. Well, I was going to play uh, her, her, her talking to us about it. But, perpetuity. Um, but we may or may not have that. Hold on here. <laughs> you know, I told you we were 100% when we started the show, and now we're, now we're down to 75%. Well, how come I was just I was just listening to this? <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love when plans work out. All right, we'll just move along then. <laughs> Got a cat story for us? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, let's hear this it. This is great. Well, it doesn't start off great. Last August, you know, those deadly wildfires in Maui caused major dis- uh, destruction and displayed many people from their homes. Well, during the mayhem, a three-year-old cat named. Mahina ran away from her family's home. Okay. Uh, when things calmed down, Mahina's family tried to search for her and filed a lost pet uh, report. It was no use. They eventually gave up hope, assuming that they'd never find her. Actually, feared probably the worst, and that, that she had not survived the fires. The family then moved thousands of miles away to Montana without Mahina, while well, assuming that they would never see their furry friend again. But somehow. Some way, Mahina survived in the burn zone for 100 days before being rescued by the Maui Humane Society. Staff members at the Humane Society were able to quickly identify Mahana's family through her microchip and reached out to them with the good news. The Humane Society coordinated health checks and traveled details and safely reunited Mahina with her family in Montana, where she is currently getting used to her new surrounding which includes getting used to chilly temperatures and snow on the ground. I could see this cat now. I gave up Maui for this? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's because that's how ungrateful cats are, yeah, actually, like, you know? Like, so so that, that would be a typical response. Yeah, that, would, that would be. So, All right. Um, there it is. Cats are so ungrateful. They are. All right, more good vibes this morning. This is an incredible story here. So this happened in Grand Rapids, Michigan. A mom's love created a medical miracle, basically, all right? And a woman who cared for a comatose daughter uh, for half a decade, I mean, it all paid off here. This is this is crazy. So there's a lady named Jennifer Fluellen, 35 years old, when she was put into a medically induced coma after a car crash. Mm. She was placed on life support. Nurses were certain that she would never recover. And by day two, day number two, doctors were encouraging uh, Fluellen's mother to take her off life support. Oh. And but as mothers do, she was like, "No, I I know she's in there, and we're not going to give up." Mm-hmm. And so this this fight continued for like five years, and she would go in and visit her in the hospital every day, and they moved her into a different facility, and she was there every day talking to her, and you know, taking her, you know, just like she'd wheel her around for just to get out of her room. Right. She would just spend that time with her because the mother always believed that her daughter was going to wake from this coma, and they say when that happens. People that are in that state, it's only like a two or three percent of them that ever come out of it. So the odds are extremely long. Well, weeks turned into months, months turned into years, and this uh, the mother of of uh, Jennifer Fluellen just kept on believing, and finally, she was uh, sitting with her daughter outside telling jokes to her, and Fluellen actually laughed. The daughter laughed. No. So her mom could hardly believe it. 
and but she just knew all along that she was going to eventually come out of this. How she cool said is that? the mom. She said uh, she said I would ask her questions about her sons, and she couldn't speak even a sound, but she could shake her head yes and no. And uh, her mom said, "Jen, I am your dad." And then Jennifer would make a face like, "No, no, you aren't," you know, because she knew. Well, she was uh, she was answering questions correctly. So uh, next thing you know, her mom puts her in like speech therapy and some different things. And today she's still, you know, she's struggling a little bit, but she's actually Jennifer, the the daughter. She is a new grandmother to a one year old granddaughter. She's left the hospital. She's you know she's staying with her mother now. She's still got a long road to recovery. No one knows where you know where that end will be or how long it'll take mm. for a full recovery. But uh, they've they've gone on with a a motto that one of the nurses gave when she was being treated, and that motto was "You have to dream it, then you have to believe it." And I just thought, man, that's that's amazing. That's the wow. Always amazed what the the power story. of a mother. Mothers what always a, know. They do, and that's wow. why. You know, moms always, sometimes I think, you know, moms know more about their kids than doctors. I mean, doctors certainly have an expertise in, in what they're doing. I'm not trying to say it. But moms just have a, there's a motherly intuition that moms have. Mm-hmm. They know their kids. And, man, doctors, and I think good doctors listen to moms because they, they understand that, mm-hmm. that connection. But how, how great is that? Day oh, two, they, they, they recommended, though, that she just go ahead and pull the plug. And she's like, wow. not going to do it. What a story. And she still has her daughter. Ooh. Yeah, that, that one just. I, I, That's that, a good one. Amazing. So, Man. As your good vibes. This morning on KLLL at 634. Remember, if you miss any of the show, we have the Jeff Mud Flap the Gang podcast. It's at KLLL.com. Just click uh, the listen uh, tab there up the top. And uh, you get the drop down there, and you'll see our podcast. So click into it. We've got it every day. And so if you uh, miss it or you you slept in or you know somebody that doesn't wake up till after 9, share share the show with them. Heck, even if they're up at midnight, they can just start listening then. That's right. Anytime. It's on your schedule. That's right. Yeah, that'd be cool if we could actually do the show on it on our schedule. Like, you know, I don't feel like waking up at four. Let's just yeah, uh, magically not... uh, do the show at two. I, I don't know how that would work, but yeah. yeah, you know. But uh, no, we're here every morning. But if you can't be, we understand. So that's why we are making it available, so you can listen anytime. Join K and Sonic for Children's Miracle Network Month of Miracles. Sign up your workplace to host a CMN fundraiser during any month you choose. The fundraiser's up to you. Have a bake sale, golf tournament, even a talent show. It's entirely up to you. Pick your month, pick your fundraiser, then go to KLLL.com to sign up. CMN Month of Miracles with Sonic and 96.3 KLLL. Ah, Viva Land Group. Man, the new year started and means new opportunity. Become a landowner on whose terms? Your terms for as low as $2.97 a month for one-acre properties or $4.50 a month for featured 10-acre properties. They got land everywhere. I love it. They got in West Texas, Abilene, Midland, Amarillo, even beautiful East Texas. They got something for all your needs and desires. So you know what time it is? It's time to make that generational investment that you've been dreaming of. Give them a call, 806-999-0188, or you can visit their website, vivalandgroup.com, and live on your terms. This is Jeff Mudflap and the Gang. 96.3 KLLL. KLLL. 
All right, uh, it is 6.40. Coming up, we'll check some Nashville notes. Scotty McCreary has this new little viral challenge that uh, is going on, kind of uh, based on his song. Well, not based on the song, but related to the song in a Same very unrelated way. I, I, it's anyway, we'll get okay. to that here in a minute. Okay. It actually is kind of cool. We'll have to try it, too, by the way. So, All right, um, yesterday, Pringles. you like Pringles? I do. Yeah, they announced they're putting their honey mustard flavor back in snack aisles. They had taken it away, and people were demanding it come back, you know. And so through social media. I never media, tried it was, that one. Yeah. I don't think I ever tried that one either. I think we. I remember one time we had like three new flavors or something we tried, but yeah. I don't remember honey mustard. I don't either. But I bet it's really I, good. You know, it's hard to just get by. The, I mean, that original flavor is just good. Well, yeah, the basic Pringles. The basic are, yeah. Pringles is just good. I, I I try their other ones, but I'm like, eh, it's pretty good. But Go to the I, basic. I like the You're I a basic like, kind of guy. I guess I am. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the world yeah. needs basics. Um, honey mustard flavor though. Back in snack aisles, uh, I, I haven't seen it in Lubbock. I don't know. We'll just have to keep an eye out, see uh, when or if it makes it back here. But it's uh, but they did announce. Okay, we heard you. We're ticked off. Yep. It's coming back. So that's good. All right. How about last night, man? Oh, I don't. Even, it's painful to even talk about it. But Tech just got smoked by uh, oh, Texas last night. That it was, was horrible. And it was unfortunate because you know oh, the the students that, have been camping out for three days at Raiderville, just, which I went out there yesterday to check all that out. It was amazing how many students yeah. were in line. Gandy's was out there with man. hot dogs and all kinds of treats and Crazy. stuff. I mean, it, yeah, it was it was cool. So so you had the students out there for three days, and then they go in, and Tech could not shoot. I mean, they were shooting like they were in an unfamiliar gym that they'd never seen before. I mean, I've never seen them shoot so terribly. It, I mean, they couldn't hit anything. Texas this is short just, shots, threes. I mean, it was in, in Texas was hitting everything. Hitting everything. They were playing great defense. I mean, it was just it was a beatdown. I well, was like, oh, when gosh. Warren Washington wasn't able to play for Tech, and, yeah. and, and when he's not in well, there, that changes a lot. It does because they, they don't have. He's the biggest no. guy they've got because they don't have to sag, you know, a little bit down low. They can play really up front, and they can just really body our guards and that's you know yeah. we well, could don't we, get to too many x's and o's you, uh, you lose just, a lot of people on that but, it was, but i know what you it, mean it's just too it was just well they had the two big much. guys yeah. that disu man tech had no yeah, answer for no him. answer he was having his way yeah so anyway it, that that continues they got it by like 30 at one point and to tech's credit i mean everybody talks about the heart of this team they never give up they keep fighting and they got they, down at one point i mean they they did get it back down to like, like, well, it was. I know they got it down to fifteen. And it might have been a little closer a couple times, but not much. Fifteen was about as close as they could get, which I know is a moral victory. Uh, well, at least we got it done. But no, when you're down by thirty, it's easy to throw in the yeah, towel and just that's go. That's true. Right. You're right. But no, yeah. they fought and they kept trying, but they just couldn't hit shots. Well, it then was, it was that first half. Yeah. Yeah, you just got down too much. But yeah. then Brock Cunningham for Texas, who I feel like he's he's in like his. 14th year of eligibility. I know it does seem like he's been yeah. there forever. Guy's a thug. He's just he's he, no, but he's probably the most. I think that guy might be the most hated player in the Big 12 right he now. Might be yeah. But uh, anyway, but I know in Lubbock people can't stand this guy. So he at one point there he goes over in the second half and there, there's a loose ball and he's chased. I think it was Darian Williams, I believe, for Tech. They're both going after it. Cunningham goes down and like like body checks Williams and just smashes him right into the the desk on the west side of the court not the main scoring table and all it's on the other side but just you know kind of shoulder elbow hip check just boom sends him flying 
Well, they review it, and they call it flagrant two foul, which is immediate uh, ejection. ejection yeah. So Brock Cunningham, that was the only good thing of the night. I think he'll night. be out next game, too, won't is he? It, is it, I, maybe so, I yeah. I think so. Um, but that was the best part of the night for me, was to see that guy get ejected. Yeah. Ugh. I, man, I'm, I think this is his last year, finally. But Oh, let's hope so. My gosh, he just he's there forever. But then after that, though, then you know the frustration of the night really just kind of exploded you know and the student section started throwing water bottles on the court and you know then they called technicals on that kind of stuff it it was so bad that McCaslin had to go over and get on the the mic on the PA and he said hey it's got to stop and he said let me have your attention everybody the place got quiet and he said this has got to stop it has got to stop you throw anything on there every time you throw something we're going to get a technical so it's got to stop don't throw stuff and, you know, I think after that, everybody was kind of like, okay, you know, you're right. But then after that, I think people started streaming out. It just, you know, it was just a night of frustration for Tag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remind, do you remember, I mean, you grew up in uh, Oklahoma. There was mm-hmm. a famous, uh, if you, fo- you know, follow college basketball, a lot of people probably remember this, but uh, Oklahoma used to have a coach named Billy Tubbs. Oh, sure. And and it it was a situation like that. This back in the 80s, maybe? I've seen clips of this where, People were throwing stuff, and just it was just getting out of control. And and he got on the mic though; it did the same thing, except he he said, "Listen, you got to quit throwing stuff on the court. No matter how bad the officiating is tonight, don't throw stuff on the court." <laughs> I thought, man, that is so great. I mean, he just he was he was able to criticize the refs, but wrap it up in a nice, you know, no matter how bad the officiating is. Yeah, anyway, that that cracked me up. But I, that's the first time. I haven't seen a coach get on the mic like that in a long time. Long but, time, But here yeah. it is. It's on ESPN. It's national television. <laughs> and Tech, Tech always gets it's... tagged for this reputation. Oh, we do. And it happens in lots of places. It does. But it just seems like Tech has an extraordinary ability to do these things on a net. We can't do it when we're on ESPN Plus oh, or something. Yeah. It's always on ESPN, the big network. <laughs> the big one. So I was like, great. But <laughs> but in a way, Fran is running for his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it got ugly, and you hate to see that. But it also it continues that there, there's always that thing that, you know, Lubbock is, you know, slightly dangerous. And it's not really dangerous. It's just... But it gives this impression that, oh man, that is that's a that's a tough place. I mean, that is, is a tough place to play, and it is very loud in football. You know, when the Jones has that reputation right. of being a little dangerous, yeah. it's just better. Yeah. And you know, nobody wants anybody to get hurt, obviously. But just having a, uh, you know, just having that dun, in the dun, back dun, of people's minds, dun, it, dun, it, dun, it's dun. a little dangerous, you know. So, but boy, that, that last night. Went to the danger zone. Are you making fun of me? No. You said I went to the danger zone. Yeah. No, it's highway. Y'all, y'all told me it's highway. So don't say that. You're making the, fun of me. The, I, you, I, I didn't want to correct you yesterday, but I, I was actually, I agreed with you whenever you, when you said I, I went to the danger zone. I, I, I said that too. I was like, I was agreeing with you. Like I thought. So that's you what, thought that's what oh, it was absolutely. all those years. Yeah. Okay. All those. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And and everybody, Colleen thinks it's, it's so totally stupid that I would ever think that. Kathy, she was like, I can't believe, because she heard us talk about it. She said, I heard you talk about that again. I can't believe you thought it was I went to the danger zone. She said, that's so stupid. Why would she think that? Oh, I, I was like, what? It, it, that's he what went, it sounds he went like. to the danger zone. Yeah. And when you hear the song, to this day, I still, I can't hear yeah. Highway to the Danger Zone. And that's what I said yesterday. I was like, you know what? And this, yeah, this, <laughs> this is, we're now really off on a tangent. 
Top Gun was on over the weekend. So that song came on, obviously, and I was just like, it reminded me of that whole conversation. Why wouldn't it be Runway to the Danger Zone? I, I don't know. It, it, it didn't make sense to me. I, I will forever just say, Does I it, went to the Danger Zone. I'm not even sure I still know what it is. So is, is it actually Runway or Highway? Or? It's Highway, okay. apparently. Um, but no, Highway to the Danger Zone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not, I, it's, it's apparently it's not, I went, but yeah, that's, that's what it should have been. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you listen to it here, let's see, I think I've got enough of it where we can hear this, but. We'll just check it out. Hey, good morning at 648. Who you rocking with? All right. All right, I think we get it up to the chorus here where we can hear him say what sounds like I went. I don't even know what that is. I never knew the words to this song. I just know it was cool at the beginning of that movie. See? I swear he's saying I went to the danger zone. I'm telling you, I, I will forever, you can look up lyrics and it may say highway. I think he's saying it, I went, because I think he realized what a dumb mistake it was to say highway, but that's just, that's, I will go to my grave with that. So that's a hill I'm going to die on right there. Die on it. All right. Um, it is 649. All right. So Nashville notes this morning, there's a new, a new viral challenge that is out now. Scotty McCreary shared on his Instagram page, and, uh, you know, he's got his new song, Cab in a Solo, uh-huh. drinking a, an expensive cab out of a, out of a solo cup, right. solo in the cab of his truck because, you know, his woman has ditched him and everything. So instead of just flipping a solo cup, he's flipping it with the goal of landing it on the bottle. So I'll try to explain this. If you follow Scotty McCreary on uh, Instagram, so you, you can find this. So he's got the, the wine bottle sitting on, uh, sitting on the table. And he flips the cup to to actually land, you know, like flips over, and then it lands on top of the wine oh, bottle, wine you know. Bottle. The, wow. So, so yeah, so he's doing this. Watch to see if there's anything else I'm missing here. But let's see here. Yeah, there is. He yeah. So he sets it on the edge of the table where it's like the cup sits, you know, upright uh-huh. on the on the just on the edge of the table where it's it's just off just a little bit. And he's got the wine bottle about mm, probably yeah, six to eight inches away from the edge of the table. So then he goes underneath the cup. He just, boom, pops it from underneath where it's hanging off the table. Boom. And it flips. And it goes over and lands. Upside down, lands on top wow, of the wine bottle. Wow, that's so impressive. We're going to have to try that. Yeah. I don't think we have a wine bottle, but uh, no. we do need to try this. So anyway, I thought that was kind of fun. That's fun at parties. People are always looking for silly things like Heck that to yeah. do. yeah. Um, all right, so thank you, Scotty McCreary, for that time waster there. Um, let's see, what else we got here? Sam Hunt. You know, before he was uh, a successful singer, he was, uh, you know, he was actually making a very nice living as a songwriter. Uh, he wrote, remember, he wrote uh, Cop Car mm-hmm. for Keith Urban. And now at his own concerts, he's able to see how connecting with the fans gives a purpose to his writing process. Uh, you write these songs in little rooms in Nashville and you hope that they mean something to somebody. It's hard to believe that that's true until you get out there and and, and see the, the smiles on people's faces and see people enjoying themselves and having a good time. And it really gives a lot of uh, a lot of meaning to the whole thing. 
Yeah, you know, there's a, being out there and being a touring artist and finding that success as a singer mm-hmm. is really cool. But, you know, a lot of songwriters just prefer to make a lot of money and get to stay home. <laughs> Stop. You know, I mean, some That's... are just satisfied. They don't want to really be out in front. They enjoy yeah. the writing po- process, and they make a ton of money. If you're a successful writer, you make so much money and yep. don't have to go anywhere. You stay at home, right? You know, no touring, nice. nothing like that. Some people are into that. And then finally here this morning, Kelsey Ballerini will perform and act as the solo host for the CMT Music Awards. She's been hosting the show since 2021 with Kane Brown, um, but uh, she's going to be back to host it by herself uh, the next time that, that rolls around. So it's, a, it's in, in Austin this time. Oh, wow. Too, so hosting an award show that celebrates the music that the fans love has been an honor for her, apparently. So she'll be doing that again live from the Moody Center in Austin on wow. April 7th, so Kelsey Ballerini. Um, all right, that's your Nashville Notes, and you can always check out more anytime at KLLL.com. Jeff Mudflap and the Gang, featuring Colleen. Black beginning just past seven o'clock. How's it going? Everybody good? Colleen, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you guys? We're, We're magnificent. magnificent. Yeah, ready for another day. Oh, we gotta get over that tech loss last night to the Longhorns. Man, yeah, tech that got was smoked they last got night. Smoked. Longhorns couldn't miss. Tech couldn't make. Not a great combination. I don't like getting smoked anyway by any right, team right but especially man when them. it's the, yeah exactly and all the hype especially with the long run yeah. oh. we, we went out there yesterday gandy's was handing out hot dogs and hot all kinds dogs, of snacks chips milk water yeah and, and the line of students was well, crazy raiderville they, they i mean got that <laughs> so with all the hype everybody was so just jacked up last night for that game it was crazy and tech just couldn't hit a shot got down early and into the credit this team does have heart. They do fight, and I appreciate that because they got it back down to like 15. But it's just they, they just got themselves into a hole. But then Brock Cunningham for Texas, who number one on the most hated players in the Big 12 probably, got ejected last night. To me, that was the only good thing of the whole game. Good, yeah. He hip-checked. I think it was Williams just hip-checked. Dirty hit. They called a flagrant two, ejected him. He had to walk off the Get court. Get him out. I, I can't stand that guy. He's been playing for Texas for like 14 years, so yeah. hopefully he's out of uh, – has this feel like he's been there forever? It does. He's it there all the does. time. Anyway, sick of that he, guy. Yeah, so. felt like he was the. What was that guy for Kansas State? That football running back. That, oh, Deuce that, Vaughn played there Vaughn, for like I felt twenty like Vaughn years. Vaughn was there forever. Yeah. It's the same with this guy. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, how long can he be there? Anyway, he. Uh, I think actually, I mean, you know, it seems like forever, but I think it is. This is his sixth year, I think, because all the COVID stuff and everything. But. He, uh, but yeah, he's just uh, such a surly punk. Anyway, I was glad to see him get ejected. So, um, but yeah, tech loss. But we move on from that. Uh, here's something I saw. Have y'all heard about this surge pricing? Have you heard have you heard of this before? I think oh, Uber boy. does this maybe and Lyft. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, if you need an Uber, but it's you know late at night, the, the, it's uh, extra. It costs a lot more. So apparently, Wendy's. They also now have the urge to surge. So, so yeah. So what they're they're going to be testing the surge pricing, which means charging higher prices at times when burger demand is highest. So they they say this won't go into effect until next year, but they say like a Dave's single 
could go up by a dollar during the lunch rush, but uh, go back to regular pricing after the lunch rush. So I'm like, are you willing? You know, if you if you're only off from noon to one, and you want that, are you willing to pay an extra dollar for it, or do you, or does that make you just go? I'm not doing that. I'm not going to go. I mean, I wonder if it's going to backfire on them, or oh, totally. will this be a way that people just will go, eh, whatever. And not no. Is it painful enough? But everything's more expensive now already. It's painful now as it is. So yet another dollar on it during surge times. I'm like, eh. Well, I don't know where Wendy's falls in the in the you know ranking in hamburgers. Not the first thing I think of for if I'm going to yeah. get a hamburger. It's not. No, I, mean, not I don't either. even think of Wendy's. Right. I yeah. mean, they they're not on my radar anyway. Right. So this will just deter me from even even going there. I mean, you got too many places to choose from. Right. If you're to go save a buck, I mean, how many of us drive across town to save twenty cents on gas or five cents on gas? I mean, I'm that person. I'm not going to go and pay another extra dollar for a burger. Right. No way. But see, what what sucks about it is that if if they do if Wendy's does this and they find that it's not really affecting anything or it is they're making more money then all the rest of these places are going to go well i mean i guess you know and then they'll start doing it and before you know it's everybody pricing has. everywhere you go on top of ridiculous tipping requirements and expectations and people are just gonna have to quit going out i guess i, I don't know i make that's a better so. I'm, well i should we grill better burgers at home anyway so it will not hurt my feelings they can go ahead and raise their prices i'm not going to participate i've been eating at home a lot more recently and you know when you eat at home it's better for you probably in the long run yes it you is. Know? and so you know you just adjust do what you got to do it's too expensive to go every single day now but yeah surge pricing be on the lookout for that well um, whoever came up with that idea i'm i, I want to talk i'm Let's mark today's day because whoever came up with that idea will be fired next year whenever it doesn't so? work. <laughs> wow. All right. Boom. You heard it right here. <laughs> I saw where I guess yesterday, or yesterday um, tomorrow, it's like dueling, it's Australia. dueling, yeah, <laughs> really, Australia. Yeah. dueling border appearances. So uh, I guess Biden is visiting. Uh, he's going to Brownsville tomorrow to visit with Border Patrol agents. Trump is actually going to be on the border in Eagle Pass. Uh, tomorrow, so they're both going to be on the border. Um, for what I understand, I guess Brownsville isn't like a major problem right now, and but Eagle Pass is where all the publicity and all the stuff has been. So I guess Trump's going to go down in the middle of that, and then Biden's going to go to Brownsville. So we'll see what the news coverage looks like. But I just thought it's funny that they're both going to be down there. I think they just yeah, ought to meet on the border and then. just and just you know have like some kind of a cage match or yeah, something. Yeah, I've always Fight thought it out. that. Oh, that wouldn't even be a fight. I think just based on watching him, I, I really think Trump could probably take him because I don't oh. know if Biden could find his way to the ring, first of all. Oh, yeah. one. <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's the, the glorious toy uh, with him. Glorious political situation. Um, all right. Then here's another funny thing here. We'll, uh, I wanted to share this. Coming up, dad joke. We'll have some dirty laundry for you this morning. But right now, so the, the song that Beyonce has come out with, that's uh, like, you know, it's, it's been, I mean, it's mm-hmm. playing all, you know, it's, it's getting airplay on country radio stations. It's on the country charts. It's a love-hate. You know, a lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. Not a lot of middle ground. But uh, but it's interesting anyway when an artist of her stature thinks, you know, I'd like to dabble in, in country a little right. bit. So some people are highly against that. I always think it's interesting just to hear what somebody can, you know, I think it's cool that they find country Interesting enough that they yeah. want to go. You know, I think I'd like to, you know, be involved in that a little bit. So I saw where Dolly is uh, a personal affront or anything. Parton really, you know, paid her nice right? compliments. Yeah, so she did, nice, sir. Well, it's um, 
you know, because and, and here's what's funny is because, you know, like Luke Combs has had like Fast Car. That was a huge pop hit, you know. So so when when country crosses over into pop, I don't know that a lot of people are going, how dare these country people think they're that they can be pop artists. But you, you always hear it in country. You know, it's like, how dare these pop artists think they can be. It's very territorial, which is interesting. That's a whole nother debate for another day. But here's what's funny is so Beyonce comes out with a song called Texas Hold'em. Well, now people are are online talking about how it reminds them of the Franklin theme song. Franklin the Turtle, the cartoon. Yes, my children watched Franklin? this. Yeah, did you ever, you, you remember Franklin, have you ever seen that cartoon? I've seen it. Okay, so so th- th- we're going to compare them here. Because I'm, I'm, it's been a while since I've sang the Franklin theme song. <laughs> I had actually forgotten it myself, yeah, yeah. and I, I don't know how, because I still know the Blue Clues. <laughs> right, yeah, clues. yeah. It's... Uh, so, so I thought we we're gonna do a side side by side comparison here. Okay. So we'll listen to a little bit. Do you want to hear Texas Hold'em first, or do you want to hear the Franklin theme song first? What which one do you want to hear first as we compare? Uh, probably Beyonce's song. Okay. All right. So here's here's how Beyonce. Let's listen a little bit of this. We won't listen to the whole thing. Just a little bit. Just to get a sense of kind of what it sounds like. Okay. This ain't Texas. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So there's uh, Texas Hold'em. Now. now, people say it sounds an awful lot like the Franklin theme song. <laughs> hey, it's Franklin. <laughs> Coming over to play. I, mean, I could see the comparison. It's got kind of the same speed it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could see somewhat. It's, 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 yeah, I could see that. I think it's funny. They're both talking about somebody coming over. <laughs> yeah. To play. To play. <laughs> Texas Hold'em. Yeah. Franklin. See, I mean, I, it's I very, the it. way it starts, very it. similar. Very similar. Now, they, that crazy? This ain't Texas. Oh, that's just, that's, no that is kind of funny. Yeah, I, unfortunately, Beyonce, it doesn't look like Beyonce is in any trouble or fear of being sued because okay, the, the, uh, the, the writer of the Franklin song just thinks it's a coincidence and says, hey, I can see how people think that, but I had nothing to do with that song. I wish her luck. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, until it starts. Uh, yeah, until yeah. she starts making more money. Million, yeah, billions. And the then, most yeah. giant hit of the year, and all yeah. of a sudden he starts going. Some lawyer goes, hey, dude, listen, you know, you're 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 not thinking through this thing, okay? <laughs> yeah. You've had some mental anguish on this. Yeah. You haven't written anything yes. that was a big hit since the Franklin theme song, so the career's not exactly where yeah. you want it to be. So. I mean, yeah. <laughs> all right.
That's funny. I always love, though, when you have these side-by-side comparisons of, of songs like mm-hmm. that. It's just funny. But that one right there, that one cracks me up. I hadn't heard the Franklin theme song in quite a while, and so it didn't even, yeah, I didn't even notice that until we, I guess you saw that, Colleen. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. funny. All right. Well, cool. Well, coming up here in a few minutes, yeah, Mudflap will have a dad joke. We'll check some dirty laundry as well. We've got, uh, coming up in the show today, we've got the secret to a happy marriage. Um, we've got, uh. Gosh, family dollars in trouble. This is a weird story. And uh, what else we got? Are they uh, surging now too? <laughs> no, they're, they're going to no, have they're... to change their name. <laughs> yeah, instead of family dollar, family. Yeah, family ten dollar. Well, there you it's, go. Yeah, it's it's going. Yeah, they're no, they're in a lot of trouble. It's family crazy, fifty dollar. So. Yeah. So we got lots of fun stuff coming up this morning. Thanks for being here. If you are part of our gang, all you got to do let us know by texting your name to eight zero six nine hundred nine six three zero, and then just listen every morning and. Be sure and share the show with our podcast. We've got the Jeff Mudflap and the Gang podcast every day, and you can find that at ktrl.com. And in the coming days, you'll be able to listen on YouTube as well. We've got that uh, going. I don't think it's quite uh, up and running yet, but it's, uh, you know, they have to approve things. It's it's so, anyway, but it'll be there. <laughs> An approval process. Apple Music, I mean, all the or podcast, Apple Podcasts, you know, anyway, all the different places. Right now, though, you can always find it every day at ktrl.com. To the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, invisible, liberty and justice for all. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming. Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets reclaimed The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the All right, so it's 7.15. How about the secret to a happy marriage? Curious about that? Oh, I'm always curious. Yeah, my wife especially is. She probably, yeah, probably would like you to know this. (laughs) That's what I mean. She's the one who actually gave us this story. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Hey, would you read this to Mudflap, please? No, here we go. This is, uh, I guess, apparently couples who rock out together stay together. So you got to rock out. Rock. All right. You got to fight. Um, no, that's just that's if you want to party. Oh, you gotta, okay. You, everybody knows you got to fight for your right yeah. to party. No, this you just got to rock out. No fighting, though. Um, a Maryland couple has a different idea of what the secret is to a happy marriage. So they say it is live music. 
you, you rock out, man. There's this couple that uh, they share a love of music, especially experiencing it live at concerts. So get this. This couple has attended 135 concerts last year. 135 concerts. That is a lot of concerts and that's, a lot of money. That's a lot. But get this. They spent more than $18,000 on concert tickets last year, which, Mudflap, earned them a Guinness World Record for attending the most concerts in a year. Well, that's like going and seeing like a concert every three days. I mean, that's just crazy. Wow. Look at you and the way you... Wow, that that was that's pretty good math right there. <laughs> I think close. I'm pretty close. That's yeah. a pretty good estimate. Yeah. I am impressed with that. But yeah, they got the Guinness record, so I don't know if that's one you want to shoot for because Ooh. you know first get eighteen thousand dollars and then we'll <laughs> yeah. see we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but they say they shared memories of the shows that'll last forever. Uh, the husband says, you know, money comes and goes, but the joy, excitement, and connection we felt at these concerts will stay with us for a lifetime. Oh, so, how you know, sweet is that? I guess. But then I'm thinking, you know, the other side of all those memories is, you know, the credit card debt, the high interest rates, the, you know, I mean, there's going to there's going to be repercussions there. The T-shirts. <laughs> right. Well, just think of all this stuff. That, well, you go you and know. you buy when you have these concerts. I think that's probably one of the, one of the top five. I don't want to say arguments, but times that Michael has been upset with me. And it was whenever I threw out one of his concert T-shirts after we'd gotten married. Oh, not good. Uh, the girls, girls, girls. Who, girls, oh, girls, Molly, girls, Molly Crew. Oh, you girls, threw that away? Well, it, it was girls. like ripped That's and it had holes in it. Yeah, so oh, man. yeah, he wasn't uh, he wasn't real happy with me on that one. See, old concert shirts, was, they're soft and just. Oh man, you can't do that. What's okay. funny is that he's like, "No, oh, there's a story behind that shirt. I can't." You know, something, you know, the yeah, Navy. It, yeah, really. Yeah, that's not the story. He, he didn't tell me that story. Oh, it's the Navy. It's probably <laughs> yeah, serving his country. That's and, the story. And buddies, okay. and they were all yeah. broke, and they pitched in, and they bought him for his birthday tickets to go to this concert. And so, anyway, so yeah. it had it came with memories. So maybe what you're saying, what you're talking about, you know, going, right. sharing memories together. Memories. Right. Of said, a concert. No, I get that there are memories and things like that. And and there's part of that I can really get behind that, you know, when you create memories, experience, you know, you're only here for a little, well, you know, there's a Billy Dean song. You're only here for a little while, a little you while, know, so yeah. you ought to enjoy every day. But, you know, to spend $18,000 in a year on oh, concerts, I, gosh, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't have the financial resources to create those types of memories, I don't think. Yeah. So, you Good know. night. But, uh, but that is that is very, that's that's expensive because, you know, concerts are so expensive these days. One guy, though, who's trying to do something about a jelly roll, actually, he's, uh, he's got a headlining tour. He's promising to keep tickets as affordable as possible, so I guess... If you want to create all these memories like this couple and have the have that long happy marriage, just go to a bunch of jelly roll shows. You probably yeah. save some money. He clarified the ticket presale information and directed fans to his website to obtain a presale code. He then responded to people who've reached out to him about tickets for sale on third party websites. This is really interesting. He says some people have said they already purchased tickets from websites like StubHub and other third party ticketing websites. He said if you did. You purchased tickets that haven't been released yet and paid way more than you could have gotten them for at the pre-sale on his website. So he said ticket prices start at thirty nine fifty. He wants to keep them affordable, and he wants you. He says, "I want you all to come uh, come enjoy a Jelly Roll show, whether it's your first time or hundredth time." Thank you all. 
I know what you go through to get the tickets, a babysitter, a ride to the venue, pay for parking, get a hotel room, buy merch. It all adds up, and it's not always easy. So he just urges people wow. to go to JellyRoll615.com to get those roll. tickets. But but that is, you know, he's third-party uh, ticket places. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can definitely oh, pay a lot yeah. more money. And, and that is a thing. You know, they, oh, they yeah. start you're you're basically reserving for tickets and then they got to compete when they go on sale now they're they're paying higher prices for the tickets you're buying and it's yeah it's a crazy world now of trying to get these uh, concert tickets yes it is but i applaud jelly roll for you know trying to do some trying to keep the prices down and keep people steered in the right direction a lot of artists are uh, kind of you know are that way a lot of them don't care and just want you know they'll charge whatever they can get but hey it's capitalism though so it is got to applaud that too all right, so uh, seven twenty-one. Yeah, speaking of Jelly Roll, uh, my you know when he was here, my buddy and I we went to the concert, and uh, you know he has a lot of tattoos, and my buddy got a face tattoo of his favorite Star Wars character. Really, I know it's kind of oh. cool. Yeah, I mean you could see the Luke on his face. <laughs> oh man! Thank you. All right. She's a good girl, and I don't think we really get any dirt on her. Well, keeping in line with the theme of concerts and tickets, if you by any chance have purchased a ticket to go see Adele in the month of March, yeah, well, you might as well cancel your plans because she's canceled her concerts for the month of March. What? She's sick. She's been sick. Apparently, she's she's been on a, a break. Right before her break. We were on a break! <laughs> Spring break? Uh, not yet. Uh, yeah. Well, you know how in Vegas they do so many shows and then they're off for a few you know weeks. And then, well, she was in the process of getting sick. The last show she did, she even apologized to her, her audience that she wasn't able to hit some of those high notes. But she was going to do the best that she could. Um, and she just has not recovered from her from being sick. And her doctor has told her to take a, uh, a five-week sabbatical. Let me ask you a question. If you paid tickets for for Adele or any artist and you go and they are sick and they're not able to hit the notes and everything, do you are, are you would you be disappointed like you paid for that and you didn't get the show you thought you were getting or do you admire her coming out and saying like, "Wow, I don't feel great, but y'all, I'm going to I'm going to give it everything I got tonight." I mean, does does the admiration for fighting through it and trying to deliver a show outweigh the Gosh, she couldn't even hit the note on, you know, whatever song that was that I loved, you know? I would, the fact that she came out and gave it her best shot, Bitly said, hey, you know what? I'm I'm not 100%, but I'm here. I'm powering through. Because she's funny, and even when she talks. I mean, she's it's not always just about the singing, but mm-hmm. it's about the personality, and it's about her, too. Do you know, do you, if you notice, like, there's a pattern, like, these artists, like, the concert before, they're like, oh, I'm not feeling real well. As I'm not hitting those notes, then they go to the doctor, and the doctor always says, say, rest, rest, we need you to rest. And then they rest for months. So you think it's some kind of a scam I don't or something? Know. What do you I don't know. You know, like like they're preparing us, like, you know, Like they put out the cover us. story to begin yes. with, and then the next step is, yes. well, but, it, but medically I'm sure it makes some sense. But yeah. Let me ask you this. Okay. You, you may, you're not wrong. I, I just, right. So, um what if what if artist gets up there and says, hey, "I'm really sorry, but man, I'm I'm dealing with some sinus and I'm about seventy five percent tonight, but I'm going to give it all I got." 
should they then refund you 25% of your money? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if they already if they announced yeah. their 70 if you went anywhere else and bought something and it wasn't what you wanted, I mean, you know, you would demand either a refund or, oh, or a price discount or wow. something like that. You go to a restaurant, something was, as you, as you like, do they take it off your... I hadn't your, thought about it. I don't, just, I, I, I'm I don't not think saying so. I think so. I'm just asking. You know? So Amy said that she went to see Luke Bryan. He was sick and came out, but it was still worth it. So but, I just think, because it's, it's the show... Um, it's the whole thing. I mean, it's them being out there, it's them talking. It's not necessarily about the singing. And like theater productions, not all the people sing really well. It's just, it's about the whole experience. So, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't. All right. Just you know, because it's not anything that can be controlled um, by the, the artist. So I give them kudos for, but, you know, for at least trying. But here's the problem is that Adele, her, um, she's pretty much booked up, but June is when she's supposed to be, she, her Vegas uh, residency's up, and she goes to Germany. So she's got five sh- or five weekends. So that's a lot of shows because it's not just one show a weekend. It's like three or four. Oh, wow. And she's going to have to make up all those shows. So now the people who've already pu- purchased tickets in Germany, they may be postponed. See, and then it never ends because yeah. then they have to go back and they always say, we're going to reschedule, you know, we're coming back. And then, yeah, you got to go back and do that. Mm-hmm. Then there's more, you know, toll on your voice or whatever. Yeah, yeah I guess it's... They they earn their money, I guess. You just don't think about it. I mean, artists get sick too. Right, singers yeah. get sick too. And I know any time you know times that I've gotten sick and kind of lost my voice, it takes a long time for me to feel like my voice is back to one hundred percent. Right, and I'm not singing every day. That's true. So we could arrange we, that though, if you'd like. Uh, no, that's okay. Here's I think I've Colleen done with the nifty, the fifty nifty <laughs> United <laughs> songs, and then yeah. the ABC songs. <laughs> I could sing the ABC song better than you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You sang the ABCs and botched it. That, that's that's not that's not that's easy not to easy. do when you're an adult. Yeah, try Most botching it. Yeah, yeah, no. All right. All right. So we've got new information coming out about Scott Swift, Taylor Swift's dad, who apparently assaulted. And I didn't. I don't even think I realized the person he assaulted is um, was you know one of the paparazzi guys. Well. He is not, he's saying, I will not press charges if he comes out and apologizes to me. Well, Scott Swift has no intention in apologizing because he was protecting his daughter. And this guy, his name is Ben, was getting too close and too aggressive. I am not apologizing. Well, now information has come out about this guy named Ben, paparazzi dude. He's actually had a temporary restraining order issued against him for, um, getting too aggressive with Nicole Kidman. Well, yeah, and he might have an restraining order against uh, Taylor Swift now. So it'll be interesting how this, uh, he probably just wants a little payday, so we'll see if they if they pony up to make this go away. Um, okay, you guys have daughters. Now, oh, obviously, yes, we um, do. I'd be, you know, and I, I don't think Shannon or, or Kathy you know, are in the same boat as Drew Barrymore, but she's got two daughters. They're kind of getting to that age where they're wanting to dress themselves and they're wanting to be trendy. They're wanting to look like everybody else in the magazines and oh, yeah. wear tank tops and some, you know, cl- just not enough coverage for Drew's, t- you know, preference. I mean, she's mom. She's like, hey, you're not getting, you're not walking out of the house looking like that. One of her kids pulled up a picture of Drew's 1995 <gasps> uh, Playboy oh, cover photo. Oh, <laughs> see? It said, yes. oh, really, Mom? Oh, really, what Mom? What were you wearing?
wearing on this cover. And, oh, oh ouch. Well, ouch. Do you remember when it was on one of David Letterman's last shows, I think, <gasps> that Drew Barrymore was, was his guest, and she got up on his desk and, like, you know, oh, flashed him right there? I, I, do you remember I that? I actually yeah. watched that, but I don't remember. I just remember Bette Midler being the final song, and it was, that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember that, but I do remember Drew Barrymore. No. But, uh, yeah. So mm. that's what's so funny, especially nowadays. Um, when everything uh, can be found online, that's right, what moms. Right. You better be careful. Those of you who do not have children mm-hmm. yet, they will find your photos later in life. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So good luck, Drew. Uh, Man, I'm oh, glad my high school that. years didn't. I, I'm glad there wasn't like a cell phone cameras when I was in when I was in high school. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. Don't uh, need it. All right, and that is your dirty laundry. All right, we come back here. Uh, man, Family Dollar, this is a crazy story. They got a huge fine to pay. Plus, good news if you're a fan of the Bad Boys movies. You know those? Have you seen those? Bad Boys, yeah. Bad Boys. Yeah, well, anyway, there's good news for that if you're a fan of those. And also coming up, this could be damaging your kid's hearing. So we'll find out what that is all about here on k All right, 733, and uh, coming up here. He thinks, yeah, Family Dollar is in some trouble over this crazy story. And then uh, something could be damaging your kid's hearing. And good news if you're a fan of the Bad Boys movies. Okay. So, got that coming up here. Right now, though, how about, you got the birthdays? You ready to go? sure do, man. You ready to do a stellar job? Let's kick it. All right, here we go. We're kicking it. All right, how about Blanco? Baker, Heather Turner, Derek Martinez, Lee Murphy, Cage McNally, Brenda Lee, Desiree Rodriguez, Joe Powell, Riley McKenna, Kelly West, Dummy Hatch, Megan Parker, Dan Curry, Becca Suter, Angela Elliott, Clifton Hall, Joni Taylor, Taylor Stressman, Kelly Wilhite, Josh Edwards, 25, happy birthday. All right, and also today, that's all yours, right? Yes. Okay. It's also a uh, country star birthday today. Happy birthday to the one, the only Jason Aldean. And, uh, you know, his real name's Jason Williams. Williams, yeah. Aldean's actually his middle name, but uh, Jason Aldean Williams. But Jason Aldean, that's how we all know him and love him. He is uh, having a birthday today. How old do you think Jason Aldean is? He's got to be in his 40s. 30s, upper 30s, 40s, 40, oh, is that a little bit, and subtract a little bit, 45. You make this so much harder than it needs to be. <laughs> I know, but, but I have to try. So you say 45. 45, yeah. Colleen, what's your guess? I know, he was born the same year as my stepbrother. He is 47. Ooh, oh, 47. Wow. And Colleen is correct. Of course she is. 47. Close though, forty five. That's not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not man, bad. If, if this was horseshoes or grenades, you would have killed it, man. I know. I would have gotten five <laughs> points. She would have gotten ten. <laughs> All right, uh, it's seven thirty six. Joke. Oh, I just now got it. <laughs> All right. All right. Listen, so I ride the slow bus. Yeah, you do. Short and slow. Um, Family Dollar, get this, has been ordered to pay a massive $41.6 million fine after an investigation found that it was storing its products in a rodent-infested warehouse. Uh, This is crazy. Listen to this. So this uh, Family Dollar, the chain, which owns 8,000 stores across America, 
pled guilty on Monday to storing food, drugs, medical items, and cosmetics in a distribution center in Arkansas that was found to be infested with live and dead rodents, feces, and urine. Oh, boy, that's all great stuff right there. That's that's kind of the top four of uh, things people love, right? I hope nobody's eating breakfast right now. Oh, I know. Sorry, but I just thought you got to know this. The warehouse uh, is the distribution center for uh, 400 stores in the South and continued supplying these store, uh, all these stores for two years after receiving its first report of a rodent infestation at the facility. Mm. Two years. They go on with this. So the Justice Department called it, quote, the largest ever monetary criminal penalty in a food safety case. Wow, and it's crazy because Donald Trump doesn't even own Family Dollar. Wow. <laughs> anyway, in addition to paying the fine, Family Dollar and its parent company, Dollar Tree, and I didn't realize that, that Dollar Tree owns Family Dollar. Did you Ooh, know that? That's crazy. Not. But they, both of them, they must now follow corporate compliance and reporting requirements for the next three years. Family Dollar has since hired a new chief legal officer and chief ethics and compliance officer, probably a good idea, and has developed new procedures and controls to provide compliance and safety training to employees. I mean, how do you hold it up here? This right here is a rat. These are bad. We don't want these in our facility. You see one of these? I mean, it's like, wow, what kind of training Get it out of here. All right. uh, All right, let's see here. Uh, now, now, this is another interesting thing. If you got uh, you got kids, this could be damaging your kids' hearing. Now, this isn't all that surprising, really, but I think it's the kind of thing that sometimes you don't you don't necessarily think about really day to day here. But the University of Michigan uh, Health uh, Hospital, Children's Hospital, says many younger children could be damaging their hearing by blasting music through headphones and earbuds. How many kids are on you know like on the tablet or, or phone? All the time, and you know, if they're on there themselves, all even little kids, kids are two years old, know how to work the volume, and you know, they can do all the stuff. It seems yeah. like it's it's crazy. They just innately understand how to operate that, so they could be listening at a high volume that you don't even realize. The poll uh, they they have found that uh, two and three parents say their child between the ages of five and twelve regularly use earbuds or headphones. Half of those kids are between five and eight, which doctors say is a dangerous age to expose kids to loud noise for an ex- uh, extended period of time. So, See, I feel like I listen to music louder than my kids. I mean, like they always tell me, like, turn that down. If but- it's too loud, you're too old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it's because you probably used headphones in your younger days. Probably I think so. they used to say that about like the Walkmans and things like that. Right. So they said that back in our day. Yeah. And that's why you guys can't hear anything. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> that's what we say anyway. Um, <laughs> that's what we say. Yeah. Listen, I didn't develop my selective hearing by accident. So. I, I know. It's like you guys go to a school. Yeah. Like Mudflap, you accuse us <laughs> women of being, you know, going, going to, to women's a, school. Going to women's school. You guys, yeah, y'all, y'all, uh, Y'all get an yeah. A in that department. Yeah, but the our, our man's school is way different. <laughs> we we learn a lot even, of stupid we stuff. We just sit yeah. back and like, someone talking? We're not listening. But seriously, though, if you have small, you know, you got young children and they're constantly on the phone listening to music or, or some, even games, video games have a lot of music and stuff. And if they're listening mm-hmm. to that too loud, and it's like this says, between five and eight, especially a lot of developmental years and things that, that really could damage their hearing at a very early age. So it is okay. something definitely worth monitoring um, because a lot of times, you know, your kids are on something like that and you're distracted doing a million things and maybe you just don't even notice how loud they have that. But, 
Uh, I thought that was uh, worth passing on right there. Then I uh, mentioned the Bad Boys movies. You know, there's they, they've got Bad Boys 4 teed up and ready to go. Do you watch any of those movies? You seem like I you'd be before. a guy that yeah. I don't like those. Well, it uh, you know Will Smith and Martin Lawrence mm-hmm. yep. have returned for Bad Boys 4. Wow. Sony Pictures is moving the release date of Bad Boys 4 up one week. So that means it's good news. You get to see it before you thought you were going whoop, to. Whoop. Um, it'll now open in theaters on June 7th instead of the 14th. The movie was being filmed in Atlanta, but production had shut down for a while due to the uh, Hollywood strikes. But, uh, yeah, this this franchise has been going. The first Bad Boys movie opened in 1995. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah. Well, that stinks. I mean, so the people who already bought their tickets to the, the opening day of the 14th. Yeah, they're messed are up. Now me- uh, that's messed up. I wonder what they're going to do about that. Because, I mean, there's people that thing. Yeah. like to go to the opening night, you know, right. that first yep. showing. And they've already bought their tickets for the first showing. Now they go and change it on him. I wonder how theaters handle that because there is limited seating, and you're gonna... they probably don't care. No, you know they what? Don't, yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah, you that's... bought that ticket. That's that's a that's a problem for someone else to solve. Yeah. I don't I don't you want to stress out about that? I'm like, oh gosh, how are they going to solve that? Well, I don't. Do I really care enough? Yeah. I'm not the general manager of the world. You know, I have to remind Bless myself of that. Man, you must be totally stressed. I know. I've got. It's, you know what? I think I have some kind of anxiety. I really do. It's yeah, it's been uh, lately. I've I've been thinking about that. I think I must have some kind of anxiety because stuff like that stresses me. I start going, okay, gosh, man, they. They, oh, there's a lot of people that you know probably did. Man, thanks, Coley. Now they bought those tickets, and <laughs> now the theater's going to have to. The manager's going to have to figure out how he's going to have to go back and say, "Hey, listen, we want to put you." Yeah, and then I start thinking, "Well, I, mean, I got to take this on. I got to help solve this." I no, can't. wait a minute. I don't work for a theater. I, I'm I'm good. Let it go. <sighs> Deep breath. It's going to be okay. From dust yesterday and some this morning to some rain snow mix late tonight through tomorrow morning. Not expecting accumulations, but continued cold. 32 tomorrow morning. First alert, meteorologist John Robinson. 30 in Abernathy, 32 in Lubbock. Man, you know, talking about the wind and everything, those fires, the wildfires oh, up in the panhandle. Man. man, that's scary. That, that thing yesterday I saw where they said Canadian was surrounded by fire and the mm-hmm. smoke was so thick. They weren't sure everybody was able to evacuate and get out, and I'm, oh. that's what a scary situation. And I, I don't know uh, this morning, you know, where, where they're at because I mean, even late yesterday afternoon, it was like zero percent contained, oh. and massive fire. There's lots of fires uh, throughout uh, throughout Texas. In fact, Governor Abbott yesterday declared a state of emergency. Uh, I mean, there's a I think it was something like sixty fires or something that are that's that are scary. going. And you couldn't even get the panhandle. Yeah, couldn't even. I mean, even if you wanted to land helicopters in there to get them out, I don't know that you could do that with all that smoke. You know, it'd probably be a little tricky flying a helicopter into like when you got flames that size and the smoke and just the heat that's right. I mean, that that Mm -hmm. I'm not a helicopter pilot, but I would imagine that that would be a very very tricky situation. I mean, there's homes. I mean, I'm I'm seeing pictures of yeah. Homes well, they were being burnt. I mean, they're telling people in Amarillo good. even to like put like wet towels and things like on your doors and window sills where you know air or where yeah, air could get through because just the air quality. I know even this morning when I woke up checking the air quality for Lubbock, it's mm. it's uh, it's not good right now. You just can because smell of the fires. Smoke. Yeah, coming in. So uh, we'll probably uh, notice that because that cold front kind of blew through the Panhandle yep. and then down to, to Lubbock and um, not super cold or anything, but it's. 
but it you know the coming out of the north like that right. blowing that smoke down through here but uh man hope everything's okay and hope everybody's all right up there because i tell you what i i started thinking about that and some of the pictures that were coming out last night around canadian and you just imagine that thick smoke being right there and fire surrounding and i mean just how terrifying that would be and trying to evacuate and get out and what if you were yeah. late to evacuate now it's, it's the, All thick the farm smoke. animals it's yeah. just uh yeah not good did you see somebody posted a video i saw this morning where uh a guy was driving down the highway there you could see all the smoke and he was he was leaving mm-hmm. and two horses were on the, highway, on the highway, highway running ahead of him yep because animals too they you know they They're they sense that out. danger so so yeah i hope uh, they can get all that under control and man we've seen a massive rain or something you know, yes, we do. Stop all that. But, all right, it's uh, 745. Ah! Wake the fun up with Jeff Mudflap and the... This is... Jeff Mudflap and the gang. 963 L. All right, it is uh, 750 and... Man, there's some lot going on. We, you know, we're mentioning those uh, wildfires up in the Panhandle. Gosh, it's just uh, your heart goes out to everybody dealing with that uh, in the Panhandle. And I guess the latest we're talking about zero percent contained. I know late yesterday afternoon was the last thing I saw about that part of it. But. Well, yeah, Melanie sends us an article. She has a friend that lives in um, Amarillo, and it is reported as of midnight. You know, this morning at 12 a.m., it still was zero percent contained. And over three hundred thousand acres have been burned, and it's still it, they're call, calling for a lot of evacuations. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of small towns up there. I mean, I guess Perryton is up there in that area, and I mean, there's just a you know, it's not a hugely highly populated area out there. But those small towns, I mean, you talk about something that could be, I mean, devastating. Those uh-huh. towns, they can't get this thing under control. So yeah. there's been some news <clears throat> journalists who have been out there, and they have literally seen houses burn yeah um you know and that that's devastating you know i have i've lost a house to a house fire and that is um that that's not a fun experience to go through because especially whenever you're you know ordered to evacuate you don't have time that's when that's really when you go what is the most important thing in life right well you know, life like, itself life for itself one. but you know it, it's all of those possessions that are in there they can be replaced yeah yep. your family cannot Yep. I know they always talk about like photos is something that yeah. people tend to if they have a moment just to try to grab their photos and get out. Having now, my situation was not an evacuation. We were not home. Um, it was uh, I think it was a Saturday. Michael was at work, and I was in. Uh, I was shopping with one of my friends, and when it when our house caught on fire, so we didn't have an opportunity to even you know think about ooh what do we get and the photos. The photos are the one thing that break my heart that I don't have anymore. That's so you did lose a bunch of those. I lost wow. a lot. Yeah. Or See, my, even our, you know, fortunately our wedding album did not go up, but they're very antiqued. <laughs> oh, so they were. Damaged, <laughs> they they were damaged. Uh, you know, yeah. kind of bubbly, and the edges yeah. are antiqued and everything. So we just kind of just like it is what it is. But we were we were fine. Well, you got a lot of people that I'm sure. Dealing with that very type thing this morning, and yeah. uh, hate to hear that. Um, well, you know, let's see. At seven fifty-two, we've been telling you for the last uh, couple weeks. We, you and Mudflap, y'all, y'all were going over there to UMC 
uh, connect working out and then we got Julissa our intern who you know she's on tech palm and she's all you know getting up every morning five o'clock working out and I started getting this complex of man I gotta get with it so I started going to I worked out yesterday man I'm feeling good Sweet. I got energy if you're looking to uh, work out and just a great atmosphere of not like kind of that typical gym atmosphere uh, UMC connect man it's it's really I'm, I'm loving it I'm, oh. I'm like get, I'm getting hooked on where I want to go every day and I'm trying to just you know I always have a tendency to go in a thousand percent on every single thing, so I'm trying to pace myself a little bit. But uh, I find that it's it's you, it's a little bit for you have a little something for everyone. I mean, from those that kind of want to work out really hard to those that want to kind of keep it a little bit light to those that want to just do classes to those that just want to you know do the bike sickle in Australia. You know, or, yeah, because they got their, the screens yeah. you can watch, and they got the private you know rooms in there that you can go to. Uh, there, there's so much for everyone. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. I've been to Australia, Barcelona. I'm trying to think where else I've been. Yeah. I've been to uh, Singapore. Yeah, doing my doing the walking. So go, cool. Yeah, that was a, I, I did a, a bike ride in Utah yesterday. Oh, did so, you? <laughs> yeah, it was really it was really cool. But yeah, that's uh, really if you've been looking to uh, you know get get in shape and everything, man. This UMC Connect with the Techno Gym. There, it's that brand new facility it's at 114th and slide it's right across from the united there and man amazing experience we're, we're loving it so um i saw something though about how uh you know you, you don't want to don't worry too much about your abs though my flap this is good news okay. for guys like you and me okay they say guys with big abs have an increased risk of of heart disease so don't, uh, well, don't work uh, out too much trust me i okay? got a big belly i mean yeah. no, no one's gonna mistake my abs for that your i mean they're gonna be like abs? i mean i'm trying to, i'm trying to slim it down but but you know, it's still it's still a little chance, little, little puffy. Chance just said flabs, not abs. Flabs, <laughs> not abs. Oh, let's change you to mud flabs. <laughs> mud flabs, mud flabs, yeah. right there, baby. All right, mud flabs. Woohoo! Six pack abs, overrated. Yeah. Go for the keg. I know. That's right. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> but here's the thing: working out. You know, sometimes it's it's hard to work out though. But even someone like Jennifer Aniston has days where where we struggle with the working out. <laughs> That's Jennifer Aniston whining about her workout. She had posted it on Instagram oh, the other day, and I know thought, other people whine. See, yeah, because you always see people like that, and you think, oh, she must love working out every day. And she's all fit and everything. Uh, no, she was laying on the floor in this video, like, oh no, I don't want to. I don't feel like it, and you know, Julie, you ever have days like that? Tech sadly, pondo or working out. All yeah, time? sadly, there are times where I'm like, man, do I really want to do this? But then once you get up and you do it, you feel so much. You feel better. Full so much. Yeah, right. it's always the the yeah. when you get going like. I'm so glad I came. Thank you for coming. See, yesterday I'm sitting there. I'm over at UMC Connect. I'm doing workout, and there's the yeah. one I can't think what it, what they call it. It's the one where you're, you know, it's the, the like the shoulder like, presses. Yeah, you're put, yeah shoulder, shoulder press, something press. like that. Okay. And three, it's three reps of, you know, three uh-huh. reps of fifteen or three. What do they call it? I'm, I'm still is three it? sets sets of fifteen reps, right? Yes. yes. So I'm on my third, and and it gets to about eight. And I'm, it's, you know, you start, you start getting, you know, it's like noodles. Yes. You got to push through it. So I had to start talking to myself and, and saying, (laughs) it's like, come on, man, you're not, you know, and I, well, I mean, I was trying to motivate myself. I can't say what I said, I guess, but, but I'm sitting there telling myself, you know, it's like, come on, man, are you such a loser that you can't even do five (laughs) more? You can do it. Come on. And so I power through, but you're right. Once you do it, you go, Hey, all right. That actually felt pretty good. It makes you feel proud of yourself for fighting through the pain 
know, pain is, uh, what is that? Weakness no leaving the no body. Pain. Is that what they say? Oh, I don't know. Pain oh, is yeah. weakness leaving the body. Yeah. I, I know whenever I went up there uh, yesterday evening after work, I, uh, like, you know, I'm just going to do a 30-minute workout on the treadmill. But then once you get there, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just go ahead and do a few of the machines. And before I knew it, I did all the machine reps. Yeah, and whenever I was yeah. leaving, they were like, you're still here? And yeah. I was like, wow, you stayed a while. And I I'm, told him about you. I said, man, she really, she she works hard. Watch out. Well, Super Nig- competitive. Nigel says, yeah, she just doesn't want Mudflap to beat her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Woo, a recent poll just came out saying that one in five adults consider themselves unlucky. Yeah. 37% said they, they let a bird poop on them if it meant good luck. That's how bad people think of their luck. Ew. I don't think that's bad luck. I mean, if you think a bird's going to poop on you and like like bring good luck, do it. You would you would encourage that. It's only bad. It's listen, it's only weird if it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's my saying with all my isms with football. Exactly. Yeah. Do you f- consider yourself lucky or unlucky? Yes, no. I figured to myself lucky. Okay. <laughs> now your speech, on the other hand, flucky. Did you just say? Okay. I just said flucky. You can. <laughs> let's just stop right there because one, one wrong move and, and, and they're the taking flabs, us off the air. The flucky, right. man. Yeah. Julie, sir, are you lucky or unlucky? I would say I'm pretty lucky. Okay. All right. You ever win the lottery or anything? I have not. You... No. Okay. I yeah. just got good luck. Okay. I, 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 I am not lucky. I am not the person that I'm wins things. My friend Julia, oh my gosh, it all the time. I'm like, really? I had just as many tickets as you did. How come you won all that? And anyway, but she, it, yeah. Some people just have. They just have the luck. It's it's even here at K Triple L through the years. There are just certain people that have a, a knack for for winning things. Yeah. And it's weird. I mean, we see it all the and time we don't, here. We don't we don't rig the calls or anything. Well, of I mean, course it's not. A, it's just it's, it's just, just some uh, people. They win yes. drawings. They they're the correct caller. Mm-hmm. They're the right texture. It's yeah. unreal. Over the my radio career, there's yeah. always at any given time there's two or three people that just they just have a magical knack for winning. And then there's people like me. It's like being a loser every day, you know. <laughs> and it's just what do you do, you know. It's, You're not a loser, depressing. Jeff. Did <laughs> my friend Chelsea? Uh, uh, whenever I said that about uh, Julia, she's like, "Fact, she's crazy lucky." Maybe it's because she's so crazy. Lol. <laughs> yeah, maybe she crazy. is crazy. Maybe crazy. that's why you're lucky. You're crazy. I am that's crazy. True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't handle the two of you in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could too. I don't care how lucky it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't consider me lucky if I had <laughs> both. I'm just teasing. <laughs> All right, so are uh, you? <laughs> no, I, I. You know what? I just sometimes when you're around people like that, it just makes you more fun. You know, it makes you more fun because you're like, oh my gosh, okay, that's very silly. I would never do that in public. But the next thing you know, you're kind of doing things a little <laughs> sillier that you would have never done. Yeah. So they kind of rub off on you a little bit. Just I don't know. I've yeah. been around mudflap a long time, and I don't know that it's really made me that way at all. So I think it makes me a little more cautious in life, actually. I'm like, oh boy, there, yeah. but for the grace of God, go I. Yeah. <laughs> um, My family says the same thing. Yeah. Eight o'clock, it's K L L L Lubbock. We got uh, today's Bible verse coming up, and then, yeah, Jaleesa's is here for another round of Word of the Day. Woo-hoo! We didn't get it yesterday either, really, did we? I mean, we, we did not get it at all. And you weren't even here, and we still couldn't. Wow. Win. That's tough. Yeah, it is tough. Yeah. <laughs> You're still not going to get it today, but it's okay. 
Man, Did see, she she's, say she's not going to get it today? Oh, oh, yeah, she no, said, that's oh, clearly we're not what gonna, she said. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, clearly right. what I let, heard. Let's not let the trash talk start yet. We're not into the bit yet. So, yeah. um, All right, here's something kind of cool, though, I saw yesterday. You know, we've talked a lot about Yellowstone and Kevin Costner and the saga between him and Taylor Sheridan and Costner yes. not coming back for Yellowstone because he's working on his own project. But then he kind of wanted to come back. Right. Well, he's the Horizon thing that he's working, it's Horizon and American Saga and it is it is finished and it's going to be coming out now it's two parts chapter 1 set to hit theaters on June 28th chapter 2 will be released on August 16th and it looks amazing yesterday the trailer for uh, for this dropped all i'm trying to do is get as many of us as i can as far as i can I'd just like to have a drink tonight with someone who knows how to act. You're not taking the full measure of this, Mary. I know the man I met was on his way to kill everyone in that house. He might as well have been walking up to get the mail for all that bothered him. Oh, man. It's, the Such whole trailer, actor. I think, is like three minutes. That's just a little bit of it. But he's so believable. I love Kevin Costner. Yeah, he's so believable. It's just, and, wow. I think he's a better actor now than he was in his earlier I think, career. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Waterworld and uh, Robin Hood were probably two of his worst movies ever. Oh, I love ever. Robin Hood. I thought Robin Hood was cool. Well, Robin Hood's a good story, but he he couldn't carry the, the accent that was necessary for it. Okay. He would He would kind of okay. be in an accent sometimes. And then other times he wouldn't, and, and he got really panned for that because he wasn't very good at that. So, no, the Robin Hood story's good, but that's not a, I don't know in the even, annals of movie history if that's a great Robin Hood. But You know, like the Dances with Wolves, and I think he even won an Oscar for that. You didn't like that? His, I liked the plot, but him as, the, as an actor in that movie, he just, he, his monotone. He didn't really have any just talk like this Wasn't all the time. Wasn't he trying to get a woman or something? Or well, he ended up being, yes, he married a, uh, an, an Indian. Native American okay. girl, Native American yeah. girl. Well, one of his best movies, have you ever seen Open Range with Robert Duvall? And they're just cowboys, and, and there's, it's a, the battle for uh, free grazing cattle and everything, and the... Oh, that. Have you ever seen that? Open Range? I think so. I'm sure I have. Oh, I mean, man. Michael watches all those kind of movies. Oh. If it's a Western... I've okay. probably seen it. Open Range. Or slept through it. Is, yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> Open Range is one of the best. Oh, man. I, I'll watch that every time. That's like that and Tombstone are the two Westerns. If those are on, I'm watching. I don't, don't care forget, what I'm bring doing. Bring it on. Well, Bring It On. That's another. That's a separate category. That Jaleesa and I really like Bring It You like Bring It On, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, thank you. Yes. Uh, Westerns, Chance has Tombstone. It yeah. is. Tombstone. That's great. If it's on, Tombstone. I don't care what I'm doing, I always... Well, you see, Nacho, Nacho I agree, likes, open, yep, range. open range. Yeah, it's, man, it's such a, it's such a great movie because Annette Bening is in it and Kevin Ooh, Costner's like. character, they, they, you know, he's just, he's a rough cowboy kind of guy, but he kind of starts falling in love with Annette Bening's character and oh, and they're love. getting ready for this final gunfight and he knows it's going to be really dangerous. He goes into the store and because he'd been to her house one night and he he was having these flashbacks of things and he knocks over her beautiful dishes and they break Uh so he goes into the store before this gunfight and he and he buys her some replacement dishes and i think i have watched that oh it's such a good movie i think i have now watch it open range julie so i'm gonna guess you've never seen that i have not all right what's your favorite movie then interstellar interstellar okay Uh, that's the one with um uh matthew mcconaughey yes see 
that is really good. Those are, that is a great movie. But it has one of those, I do not like the flashback things and all that. That that I think it took me three times to watch that movie to totally get it. Oh, it's so good. But I've once never seen that I one. figured it out, I'm like, it's okay. It's like about yeah. an astronaut who like goes to space and like tries to figure out how to save the world in a sense. I don't want to ruin it. But then, you know, they like show him on Earth and they show him in space and like the time difference is you know, crazy and Mars and everything. And he goes through all this process and everything. And at the end, he like realizes what he needed to do to like save the world. And then it just all connects. I don't want to ruin it, but it's, it's, yeah. oh, it's okay. such a, oh, and he it, saves it is, the world and he has to go is, away. Oh, yeah. wow. It's a really so, long movie. So it, you it like is, it too? I did like it, but okay. it, 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 there's a lot of kind of flashbacks and time travel kind of thing. And I mean, and sci- you know, that's a lot of that science stuff yeah. and parallel worlds and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, so it's a little mind-boggling for me. Okay. I'd take a pitch perfect any day, but it is a great movie. Once I realize, I'm like, okay, I understand this now, but it, but took, it took three times. Three times. Okay. <laughs> Did you just watch it once, probably? I watch it anytime I get bored. Okay. Okay. Uh, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to set her up to make me look stupid. Oh! Listen. Word of the day is on, boy. Oh. Word of the day is coming oh, no. up, and I'm just kind of, you know, oh, no. maybe I'm maybe it's a defense mechanism to try to protect myself <laughs> uh-huh. from my obvious humiliation in word of the day, which is going to be demonstrated once again. I'm sure. <laughs> Way to go, Jeff. Way to turn it back on you. Turn it back. <laughs> All right, we got today's Bible verse coming up next, and then. Uh, Word of the day. We'll see what happens to that. Caffeination Station is the official coffee of Jeff Mudflap and the gang. Well, Hub City Body Shop reminds you to be careful on the roads and slow down and pull over for first responders. You know, I, we were talking about these fires that are happening in the Panhandle. I mean, luckily it's not right here in the Lubbock area, but that you know those kind of things do happen. And first responders are out, you know, helping people in those situations with smoke and everything. And just another reminder of how vital it is. It, you know, we're just always careful when we're out there driving. Uh, but Hub City Body Shop just wants to remind you, no matter what the weather conditions are like, slow down, take it easy, and give yourself plenty of room and plenty of time to get where you are going. Uh, at Hub City Body Shop, they're an ICAR certified gold body shop, which means they always know the latest repair techniques. They know how to find the hidden damage and how to repair your car's critical safety features. That's really important. Sometimes you don't stop to think about that, how important that is to repair those when the airbags deploy and so forth. Well, they never cut corners. They're always making sure you get the best collision repair for your money. So remember to tell your insurance company that you want Hub City Body Shop no matter what they tell you. Remember, it's your car, and you can take it wherever you want for those repairs. Hub City Body Shop, they'll do free estimates, free insurance claim service, and free headlight restoration with every repair job. HubCityBodyShop.com. You'll find them about a block west of Frankfurt on Spur 327. Make it pretty and call Hubs. From the Dollar Western Wear Studio, this is Lubbock's country leader and home of Jeff, Mudflap, and the gang. All right, it is 8-11. got word of the day coming up here in just a second. Mudflap, we're going to see if we can uh, we can defeat uh, Jaleesa for the first time in, like, what, a month? I've been, Probably pr- I've like been practicing in the mirror. Have you? <laughs> That's a good way to learn words. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I appreciate your dedication yeah. to your craft, but I don't know that that's really going to help this morning, so... Didn't hurt. Okay. Well, we're we're a team now in this thing because yeah. we're we're just we're gonna have to put our resources together and see if we can win this. Oh, we're at now. What was that? Said cannot get much worse than where y'all are that's at right what now. I, that's what I thought you said. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you, know. Know, you know you know you're scorn in life when the intern is just talking trash to you every morning. <laughs> oh man, that is. 
That's, this is a new low for us, I think. I really do. But that's okay. That's not like for it. me. I've had way more lows than this. <laughs> this actually feels pretty good for yeah, you, doesn't this it? This is not bad at all. <laughs> I feel like less of a loser than I normally do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not that you're a loser. Listen, you know what I'm words, words go off my back. They're fine. You're fine. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words <laughs> yes. will never hurt you. Words. All right. Oh, you did your uh, Martin Luther or whoever you, that uh, William Shatner. <laughs> Luther. <laughs> Martin Luther King was, I have a dream. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Well, I, I, met, I met the other guy. Uh, well, William Shatner. Shatner, yeah. Don't get, how do you get William <laughs> Shatner confused with Martin Luther King? <laughs> I don't okay. know. Listen, my brain goes so fast. Hey, Jeff, it's okay. Yeah. He's been practicing in the mirror. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank no, things, you. Are, things are looking up now. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Colleen, for having my back. William Appreciate Shatner. That. Okay, well, I wasn't trying to be William Shatner. <laughs> what sounded like You it. and me are a team. We're okay. a team. All right, here we Jeff. go. All right. Uh, we will win. Let's go with, uh, let's, uh, I think we need today's Bible verse to bring some semblance of something nice to our show this morning. Uh, Nacho says uh, his brain is taking over again. <laughs> his brain. Yeah. Way to go, Nacho. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is one of my favorites, Psalms 46, 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Psalms 46, 10. That is a good one. That's one of my favorites that. right there. I love that one. Oh, all right, it's 813. Um I know. I don't know if I want to. Energy level just dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff is nervous. Well, well, you said no. I was. I was honoring the vert. You said be still, and I was trying to just be still. Scared. I mean, things. You know. Think about. You know. That we'll talk about. You know, tech later. You just like wow. What just happened? Think you have things going on in your life. You know, Mm -hmm. people. You have no idea the people around you that are going through tragedies. Mm-hmm. You have those people that want to tell you everything that's going on in their life. Right. But then there's so many people that are um, in quiet, having things going on that they're not telling everybody and they're going through trials. And it's nice to be reminded that God knows. He knows what we're all going through. Mm-hmm. And he will heal your hearts. You just have to trust in him. This year, I think, but and that's so good because just since the new year rolled around man i've had so much crazy stuff my daughter has had two car wrecks this this month she's okay but she's had two two car wrecks my refrigerator went out my washing machine went out and uh that's that's just what i can think of right now and that's just Uh, since the the new year rolled around you know but you're right everybody's got their stuff and you know i don't go all over the place you know talking about it but you know, I know you got the, you got your things. Everybody's got their things at any time. They always say you're either in a crisis or coming out of a crisis or about to go into a crisis. Everybody, all the seems, time, you know. And it's we just, just life. and we need to have patience with people because I yeah. know in kind of the work that we do in sales, you go into to somebody and you're talking to you know trying to sell somebody something and they are not pleasant and you just can't take it personal because you don't know what's going on in their world right. and it just. We just have to have grace with one another. Um, I think Dolly Parton, it, she was so amazing with that whole um, Ella, Ellen King. Oh, Elle King, Elle King when she was drunk at the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. Her, her, she was so graceful. And you know what? She's obviously going through a hard time right now. I am not upset whatsoever on what happened. I just hope she's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. And that is how we need to carry ourselves is with grace because we're all going through something. And if you're not going through something right now, be ready because you will. 
That's exactly right. So you need to, it's kind of like that do to others as you want done to you. You need to show grace because there's going to come a time where you're going to need, somebody's going to need to give you grace. We just, the world right now, it just, it just doesn't seem like anybody really is in that mode right now. Everybody is so amped up and stressed out and and just like Mm -hmm. wound so tight that you just see people just getting angry all the time everywhere about everything constantly. And it is sometimes just hard to just let it all go and go, you know what? Hey, we're here today. Life's pretty good. I'm alive. I'm here. Got a roof over my head. Got a job. It's okay. You know, but, uh. But anyway, that Bible verse, though, is a good one. Well, Be still and know I'm I'm God. Yeah. All right. I guess I've put it off long enough. It's time now <laughs> for Word of the Day. Okay, okay, here we dun, go. Deglutition. Oh, great. Deglutition. Deglutation. Deglutation. Yeah. D-E-G-L-U-T-I-T-I-O-N. Deglutation. 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 Okay, what are you already over there going, oh, yeah, I got this. Yes. Okay. (laughs) This is, I hate this game. I'll give you a hint. I learned this in my anatomy class. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's medical. I I feel like uh, I appreciate the niceties there. But I also feel somewhat humiliated that you feel like we are so lame that you have to now give us hints before we even guess. <laughs> that is pathetic. Okay. Oh, I like chances. Removal of dairy products. De- deglutation. Glute. Uh, well, that oh. one, that's kind of, to me, that would be gluten. That'd be like wheat. Oh, so you don't like his answer. Well, Boo. I thought it was good. No, I okay. thought it was good. I thought it was All right. good. Deglut- deglutation. Yes. Deglutation. So I'm going to say it's uh, well, you know. Now, see, I hate to even have an answer that has to do with anatomy because now it sounds like I needed the hint to even be able oh, to formulate Jeff. any kind. Of, yeah, I've already got it. You got it. Okay. Oh, Remember, yeah. we're a team now. We're yeah. it's you and me. Are, we are we are a team now. Right. To do this to, mud flap. To I'm going to pretend like I'm looking at a mirror. Okay. All right. Doctor comes in. You're looking at me. You've never yes. looked so handsome, have I you? I know. <laughs> I haven't. Wow, I'm so good looking. Wow. Now you know what I <laughs> okay. feel like, you know. Doctor comes in. He's like, ladies, nurses, we got a deglutation here. We're going to have to get that out. Can you be a little more specific? Yeah. The deglutation is uh, the when it's in the body and we've got to get it out. What is it? So, the deglutation, deglutation, is that what it's called? Deglutation. Deglutation, yes, the deglutation. Um, I feel like this is former tech football coach Matt Wells (laughs) giving us this. See what the deal is here. See, we got chicken sandwiches. Uh, Okay, so uh, deglutation. Deglutation. Uh, It's on the lower part of the body. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it's a a body part? It's a body part, yeah. it's, it's, It's in there. Uh, but it's more of the analysis of the, of the part. I think it has something to do with your glutes and, and the deglutation. Glutes. It's either like a, a muscle tear or a something. It's, it's some sort of a situation that, uh, you know, there's something is, is falling away from where it should be. It's a deglutation. It's, it's come unattached or something like that. So it probably is something anatomically yes. uh, related, but it's it's not a good thing. You don't want to be suffering from deglutation. No, no. When the doctor comes in and says you got a deglutation, you get, need to get you it. Re, get you need that, to get it reglutated. Get that degla right? out. 
Yeah, and you need to get it yeah. reglutated for sure. Yeah. You it's, want glutation, not it, deglutation. It, it's not deabtation. It's deglutation. So your abs. Okay. Oh, so, right. so I didn't say your abs. You're fixing yeah, you something. You said abs. No, I said your glutes. No, you said. You said, oh, you did say glutes? I heard you say abs. You know, yeah, Colleen. You, said glutes. you know, Colleen. <laughs> but it's still wrong. I know. I realize. I realize. I realize. Uh, that, I do have that other... you were You were probably looking at me, and abs obviously came to mind. So I understand that. It was. I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's a little embarrassing, okay. but I got to get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading other people's answers. So my fault. I was not hearing you. How does that make you feel? Uh, normal <laughs> women never listen. Uh, no, no, no. Other way around. Okay. Anywho. Okay. You know what? That's actually a pretty good. I like that. Yeah. What's your answer? Julie's it is the process of swallowing. Okay. I know she's going to be right because she said that with such great confidence and she was already giving us a hint. So this is swallowing. We're, we're going to lose this one again. What is it? Process of swallowing. See, so it comes from the Latin word declutire, which it means swallow down. Oh, well, now if you would have told us what it came from the Latin word, I mean, that would have changed oh, everything. That, yes. yes. Once the, I hear the Latin part. The action or process of swallowing. Huh. I think they just need more hints next time. <sighs> she, yeah. You know, Jaleesa. Okay, that's fine. Congratulations. I'm a, I'll be you. a gracious winner. How do you know that? Did you really study that recently um, or something? Did yeah, I took anatomy? anatomy my sophomore year, spring, and they teach you every single process, word, thing in the body. And that class, you have to study for so long to pass it. I passed it's that hard. class with like a 95, I think. is that That's how much oh, I studied. Wow. I got, that's good. I got 100 on every single practical. I know how to spell every single muscle, nerve body part in the entire body and i went to that wow. lecture every single day me and my roommate we studied for like five hours the before deglutition yeah so I, anatomy uh, is something <laughs> i love i won the spelling bee in sixth grade <laughs> <laughs> yeah my daughter-in-law is a nurse and I'm, anatomy was her toughest class and she was a straight a student too i yeah. think she actually got a b in that and i almost had a meltdown because she had never had a b before right. uh, julissa i was <laughs> That's a, a hard class i was an auto transfusionist so there so yeah Wow. See, so you're not that yeah. great. You <laughs> so <know>. take that. <laughs> they actually asked me and my roommate if we wanted to be like uh, assistants and help tutor people for, for the class. That's how wow. well we did in that class. That is so awesome. I used to I used to teach guitar yeah. lessons. <laughs> I used I to like, teach I people like, how to shoot basketballs. I, I let I help people understand the joy yeah. of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chance said, "Just walk away, boys. Just walk away." <laughs> Good morning. It is 827. All right, we talked about Texas Tech basketball game last night, which is hard. But we, oh, we that's a hard one to talk about. Because Jaleesa, she's on Tech. I want to see what she thought about what was going down last night. It got pretty crazy. But I think she was the highlight of the game. I mean, I <laughs> kept looking for you on TV. I didn't go to the game because it was going to be too late. But I kept looking for you. So before we get to that, though, so tell me if I, I don't know. I, I, I sort of I was kind of in some trouble last night when I got home from work. Because I got home, and in my mind, I was like, man, I've been working all day. I'm so glad to get home. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch. I was going to watch The Floor, which is on Ooh, Fox. we watched it. Did you watch it? Okay, I love that show. So I thought, man, I'll, I'll watch The Floor. Let's do that. So I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting ready to get comfy on the couch. I'm going to watch that. Then I'm going to switch over and watch the tech game at 8. Well, then, but then uh, my wife, Kathy, comes in and says, hey, I got the new curtains in for the bedroom, and I want to hang those tonight. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to watch The Floor. 
And she's like, no, no, I mean, like, we're we're going to hang the curtains tonight. I need you to help me. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, I've been at work all day. I kind of just want to chill out here a little bit and maybe, you know, get ready to watch the game. And and anyway, it was clearly not going in my direction in that deal. And I sensed it. I knew. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to dig deep here. So I go in. We're going to hang these curtains. But then I was like, I don't. I just don't want to do that tonight. So I said, so I made the mistake of saying, isn't this more of like a weekend project? Isn't this more of like a Saturday thing? Mm. Anyway, it was downhill from there. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I made the wrong move there. But but you know, you know okay. I, I just wasn't expecting it. I, I was I worked all day and I got home thinking I'm going to get something to eat. And I'm going to watch the tech game, and that's just what I was thinking the night was going to be. And then it, then I I get into the situation where I should have helped hang the curtains, and I you know so it kind of makes me feel like well maybe I was maybe I was being a jerk there. But at the same time, I mean, I didn't. There was no pre-plan about me having to help. I'm handing hang, this one off to Colleen. Curtains. Yeah, I know. I, thanks I'm, a lot, man. We're I'm only play. we're only a team on word of the day. I see how it is. I'm going to play counselor here. Okay. okay. I've been in that. I've been in that situation. So I I, I hear where what you're you saying. had woman plans, and Michael okay, didn't so, have the same woman plans. Right. Okay. Okay. So when you buy a new pair of shoes. Do you immediately wear them the next day um, or the next opportunity you can? Okay, I see where this is going. I'm being boxed in. <laughs> yes, I do. So, because you're so excited, you got this new, these new shoes, this new shirt, because you're a clothes guy, and you wear it immediately. Okay? So, these curtains came in, and she's been waiting for them to complete your room. Right. And she wants to get them up to complete the room. You know what? Okay. And, shows a and therapy I get it. session. And, wow. you, and you have boxed me in here to a situation where I can't really dispute because I understand what you're saying. I get it. But it may be like earlier in the day, like, hey, when you, get home, <laughs> when you get home tonight, we're going to hang curtains. And then I could have made arrangements to work till midnight. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. But no, but no but that, I just, that's, I just that's like fair. a little advance notice of that's fair. tonight you're going to be doing this. Okay, well, you know, that's cool because then I can walk in and go, okay, we're going to hang these curtains. Then I'm going to watch the tech game. You know, then so I kind of know what's going Guys on. Guys are here, a middle, what, 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 we're the, uh, oh, we're, we're, we're gold set, you know, like we like to look for something like, Okay, well, this only lasts five minutes. Okay, five minutes. I can handle five minutes. What are you trying to say about guys? This only lasts five minutes. What are you saying? Oh, no. Woo! No, 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 no. <laughs> five minutes, huh? I meant like, you know, like uh, like when you're set to a, a goal, you know, or something. We'll, we'll, we'll do a you know, marathon you know, or whatever. Anyway, I'm not much of a therapist. Colleen, back to you. That's a big help. Okay. <laughs> yes. I like your strategy. I'm going to go with it. going to go with that. Yes. You're welcome. Beep. Beep. Okay. Beep. That was awesome. That, that was, that was spoken like a true guy. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh, where were you last night when I needed you, man? Oh, my gosh. I never win any arguments in the house. I always oh lose. So good. There is, there's a Venus Mars. It is so true. Venus Mars. I probably did that to Michael a thousand times in my 10 years that I was fortunate enough to be a stay at home mom because here I am. I can't do anything physically, you know, until he gets home to help. And he had had a long day of work and I probably did the exact same thing. But as you. 
you know, but but maybe and Kathy works all day too. I mean, it's not right. like she's not working. I mean, so she's doing things too, and and I, you know, and I get it. It's just I don't know. I it, guess it's I just a new toy. Liked it. It's a new thing, and you always, you know, it's always something that you're excited about. And as a woman, you want your house, you want your house to be put together and look good and all that good and, stuff. And so. here's what we got somebody at our door. Will you go let them yeah. in the front door there? Sorry. But. Anything to get out of this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No. <laughs> no. Actually, no. Our Jerry, uh, Jerry, our friend Jerry, she, okay. she just let him in. Okay. You, you don't have go. to leave. You're still in it with me. You're still in the fight. Okay. But but here's the thing. It was such a detailed thing of hanging curtains. There was a curtain rod involved, and then there was the two panels that hang on there. And so I look at it and just go, all right, and here's the window. You slap that curtain rod up there. You just drill a few holes. Boom. Hang curtains. Done. Well, it those was are never thing. easy, though. They're not. So it was well, a thing where there was a, there was a certain width that yes. the curtain had to be, right, right. and it had to be wider yeah, than the window. Measure, even though mm-hmm. in my mind the curtains are hanging, you can't tell how wide the window is because the curtains are kind of right. hanging over it. Right. But it wasn't right, so it had to be redone like two or three times, adding even more uh, enjoyment Com- to the situation. <laughs> and and I just was like. I don't understand. You weren't in the mood. I don't. Well, I don't understand. In I was the like, mood? Th- no, not that. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh. He was not oh. in the mood. Hey, Mustache, somebody's at the door. Oh, no. Go answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. I'm trying to help. <laughs> Dude, maybe you just ought to sit on the bench on this one. All right. Anyway, I just. I, I just I just felt like uh, you know it it just I, I thought okay I guess I'm just being a jerk you know maybe maybe I am but it's just hard when you come home with one plan and then it turns into this major DIY project that I was not anticipating and and it just I don't know I just want to see what y'all thought welcome Thanks, to marriage <laughs> I know man so you just weren't in the mood no, I wasn't I wasn't in the mood see how come when a guy's not in the mood for like hanging <laughs> curtains. That's totally unacceptable. But if a woman's not in the mood for anything else, that's just the way it is. You know, that's just that's 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 a woman's right, and that's the way it is. Uh, uh, it's double standard. Man. Jeff, you're right. going to need yeah. to stay at Medflux's house tonight. <laughs> really, I've got some curtains to put up. <laughs> you don't even want me over there, do you? You don't even, you don't even any part of this, do you? All right, that's fair. All right, let's just move on then. All right. Oh. Hey, Colin, uh, what, what was your – I know you, you got to get them to your day job, but real quick, the tech game. You had a question for Julie's because Julie's our intern. She's on Palm, and I know we, we got kind of in the weeds on that thing with my, my own personal issues That's there, okay. But, my boss is just texting me to get oh, to my day oh, job. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> tell, t- tell him to text me. Okay. I am totally going to blame you. Yeah, tell if he's man enough. Oh. oh. You can blame it on the intern. There we go. No. I was going to say no. blame it on me, but okay. No, yeah, blame no, it on no. the intern. No, yeah. no, no, no. Seriously, though, last night, the game got crazy last, last night. Tech yes. lost, but it was it got really crazy with McCaslin had to make an announcement to the crowd. Yeah, so, and without even the, that scary part there, I was sitting there watching the game and having been a cheerleader, and I'm going, your job is to keep the crowd engaged and pep. How hard is it when they were getting their butts kicked? It's it was really tough. You know, I would turn around and try to get um, the audience pumped up and everything, and they were just kind of you know not feeling like they wanted to be a part of anything. You know, I'd like do some chants or be like you know chime in on like a defense chant and you know help them out, and they were just kind of like you know at some point I guess the crowd realized that. 
it was almost too far gone for this team to come yes. back, and they yeah, were just it was, it was too far gone when yeah. that first half. I was like, oh about my five gosh. minutes into the game. Yeah, I mean, you knew, and they couldn't just... hit anything, and they were oh man. So did you feel? I mean, did you really, literally, ever feel for your safety? Because we talked about this. About yeah, and everything, but it's what funny was it what like? we just talked about. Yeah. We did like last week. We yeah. were just yeah. talking about this, and sadly, I want to say that it was sort of an unsafe environment. You know, after Brock got his flagrant two, and then people started throwing things and water bottles and pins and all this stuff were just hitting the court, and I was kind of having to like watch and duck things and you know be aware of my surroundings even more than I already have to be. Right, and then at one point, you know. We had to go over behind cheer because people just kept throwing things and everything. I mean, obviously, there was a bunch of police and security there, so they were able to, like, try to handle it. But, you know, at some point, you know, we're standing so close to the the court and everything that, you know, you could just reach and touch the players. But at one point, you know, there was police and security all in front of us, and I felt like, you know, it got to a point where it was too far that I wasn't even able to enjoy the game because I was worried about, if somebody was going right. to throw something or, you know. I mean, even, you know, you throw something as little as a water bottle. I mean, it's not going to probably kill well, you. It's got but, water but, in it. But it's going to it's yeah. gonna hurt. I could put a bruise on you, your eye, give you a black eye. There was like two or three water bottles that exploded on the court. And I was oh, like. Oh, wow. I mean, they were pretty far from me. But I'm like, if they were any closer, I would have got, you know, right. splashed with water. And all right. that was just water. But like, that would have, yeah. I would have never thought that would happen. Yeah. It, it it really it, it got ugly and you hate to see that especially in a game that's on ESPN and nationally televised and yeah. but the good news is Tech was getting beat so badly that most of America had already probably tuned out of the game. <laughs> I mean seriously, they you know it yeah. was it would I mean, not it's have all been over a, social media though. Yeah, I know. Well, okay, sorry, I was trying <laughs> but, to. But at least at least with the embarrassment, I hate to use that word, that the fans created, right. kind of dims away from the fact that the team didn't do so well because everybody's just talking about how wild and crazy the fans were that nobody's really saying how we lost against. Yeah, if we're going to talk embarrassment, I mean, the players have to take some responsibility right. for some embarrassment. Sorry, yeah. but they, they do. do they, they were terrible last yeah. night. You're in your home gym and shoot like that? Against your biggest That's, rival? Yes. People pathetic. were camping out for five days. Yeah, it was I pathetic. Mean, it was we terrible. Knew, we knew Warren Washington was a huge part of this team and, you know, like we really needed him, but I didn't think... We needed him that badly to play, you know, yeah. Pop isn't doing well, Joe isn't doing well, Chance isn't doing well, Kerwin really didn't do well. You know, Nobody. Like, Nobody yeah. was It was a well. team effort of just of badness. ineptitude. <laughs> it was so bad. The only thing that I, th- I took away from the game, well, there are two things that stood out to me. First of all, I'm glad that Brock Cunningham got tossed me in his too. last game in Lubbock. That guy is the biggest jerk in the Big 12. I can't stand him. And I think that was part of the thing. Yeah. Every, nobody likes that guy. No. And he's surly and he's just a, he's a smart aleck and he just, nobody, right. and so I think when all that happened, when, you know, he hip checked and they give him yeah. the flagrant too, I think that just set off the, the frustration that fans Agreed. were feeling of the whole game. Agreed. And that's what ignited the, all the throwing stuff. And it just, Agreed. not a good look, but it was a very frustrating game. And once one game person does it, standpoint. everybody's doing it. And, right. But so to see that guy get tossed. Thank you. I hope I never see him ever again. <laughs> right. You know? So there's that. Um, and I did love the fact that, you know, you hear a lot about this team has a lot of heart. And they kept, I mean, being down that bad, they could have just easily just gone Given through up. the motions and just got beat by 50. But they kept fighting. They kept battling. Right. 
and and you know, and they made a run, but it was too little, too late, probably. But I did appreciate the fact that they really did, you know, yeah. give it give their best. I also appreciate that they didn't. I've been seeing all over social media how they wished that the team would have started throwing hands and fighting Brock and the Texas players after that. And I'm like, I thought they hand, although I know like Joe ran in and was like trying to like you know post right, up and everything, yeah. and his teammates kind of had to. But you know, you look at the games that people start fighting, and you're like. It that's silly, you know. Right. Like it, it is just a basketball game. Like you don't need to start throwing punches at somebody else. So I, in my opinion, you know, them being classy enough to not throw a punch or start fighting or things like that, I tip my hat off to them because you know, in the in that moment, you probably want to fight them, but to not do that, I think, is very respectful. And I agree with you because, and I, th- I did think that moment because you know the testosterone goes and the emotions take over, mm-hmm. and sometimes, but and I think both teams. Even the Longhorns right. did a good job of they all ran over there right. and they all just kind of, you know, tried to diffuse, which was a good thing. So you got to give credit where credit's due. But uh, Brock Cunningham is such a jerk. I get <laughs> he's He's my least favorite player to Big 12. Agreed. But I just hate that it was, you know, it was just such an anticipated game. And, and it just, yeah, it was it was just a non-competitive beatdown. So. Yeah. Gosh, that man. it was. But y'all did a good job. You know, every time they would show Palm on TV, I was always amazed that y'all do a really good job over there. Like when they show you on camera, uh-huh. smiles in your face, positivity, you're doing yes. your job. You know, that's got to be tough sometimes, you know. just It to, definitely is. There's there's times where I'm like, oh, come on, ref. Like, that was not a fouler. Right. Where's our fouler? Things like that. But then we just have to remember that, like, we also have a job, just like the basketball team, just like the coaches, the students, everybody has a job. Um, on game day and our job is to you know be presentable and stay positive and especially when a camera's in front of your face you know they make so many memes of cheerleaders nowadays that where they're pouting or things like that so it's easier to remember when a camera's in front of you it's definitely harder whenever a camera's on in front of you because I tend to you know know? and then I see the bench getting all hype uh, on the longhorns and I'm like Come on now. You're yeah. on the bench. You know, yeah. Calm down now. You know, but then I have to remind myself that, like, you know, can't say, can't say things like that to them. So in my head, I'm just like, oh, it makes me so mad. But staying positive and, you know, cheering or having the crowd help cheer on the team and everything like that, especially once you get older, you know, mm-hmm. it's just more of something that comes naturally. Like, yeah. at a game, I don't have to fake a smile, even if we're down by a lot, because then, you know, I just, I'm so hyped and so involved that I'm just like, yeah. I just get this big smile on my face. I'm like, come on, you can do it. Come on, like, push harder. Go it. Go it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I admire your positivity and staying in what your job is. That's, that's really good because it's easy to get so emotionally involved. I just have to always have to tell myself when it comes to sports, I mean, because I get, you know, you just, you wear it, you know, you just get you emotionally involved in it. And I always have to remind myself, no matter what game I'm watching, when I find myself getting stressed about it mm-hmm. and angry or whatever, I go, okay, look, it's a game. And even if the team wins, I'm not getting some type of financial award for watching the game. I, I, I'm not getting anything. You know, there's nothing on the line for me other than, you know, you want my team to win. But other than that, it, how does it affect my life, really? I mean, I have to really sit there and talk myself out and go, okay, you know what, you see it chill out. It's not really that big a deal. But, man, when you're just caught up in the emotions of a game or something, I mean, you do. You just get so 
You just you get did. so into it. And we saw that from all the fans last night. Right, you know? right. It, yep. it was, man. I think they didn't. They, they tossed a few people out of the stands in the yeah, student they, section. Look, they like, carried yeah. somebody out. Oh, of the okay. that, that would, yes. They had like six officers on him carrying him out, and oh. apparently he like started throwing punches and things oh like gosh. that. And look, mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Hey, we were willing to uh, understand you were making D's in all your classes, <laughs> yeah. and we were trying to be supportive, but when you uh, got tossed out of the game, we got six of those security talk, guards yeah. were taking you out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not a, they, good, not a good look. They had him his yeah, legs, his arm, like, his body. They're carrying You know what's funny, though? When, now, like today, though, in classes stuff, dude, man, that's pretty awesome, man, oh, when they carried you out. You know, that, that, guy, that guy's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> But he'll probably never. He'll probably get. I, I, I doubt that. Let, now you let him in. Yeah, yeah. but they probably won't. Ever probably, do that? You know? I have no idea. I, yeah. I'm pretty okay. sure they will. Right, well, who knows? I, I have no idea. All right. Well, cool. Well, we're glad you're okay and you survived because we were we were kind of wondering about that last right night before the game ended. Uh, the people in the front row of the student section were like, "Once the buzzer hits, like you're gonna have to duck your head. People are gonna start throwing things." And I'm like. What is going on? I'm like, are you for real? Like, am I gonna have to actually like duck and get on the ground? Like, You'd be like Patrick Mahomes as he was, you know, being pelted with snowballs yeah. on right. that Glen game. But it yeah. didn't happen. Well, that, so that is good because we were sitting there, you know, watching the game. So, hey, protect our intern. Yeah. That's don't wait, she's got to win word of the day. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah right. We're a glut for punishment. We want to lose again tomorrow. Yeah. You better protect her. No, I think the the, the one cool thing though, out, out of all the negativity and stuff. But I do kind of like the fact that, you know, there's the legend of, you know, tech, football, basketball. When you come to Lubbock to play, it, it's slightly dangerous. Yes. And, and you know, you don't want anybody to literally get hurt. But the idea of impending fear. danger and fear, I mean, it, it that's how you get, you know, nobody, they don't like to come. Nobody likes right. And if football can really get it rolling this year and the Jones starts rocking like that, lesson, I mean, that's 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 how you create that home field thing, man. That right. mystique of like, oh god, we hate playing there, right. you know. Because you know, pretty soon, I mean, you know, the the legend. It's like the you know, the stuff about people throwing batteries and you know, just all that stuff. I don't know if that ever happened. Maybe one time, but then it becomes this huge legend of that thing. You know, <laughs> pretty soon you're like, yeah, they'll release that alligators out of the stands, <laughs> man. They come down the sideline. They they're eating players, man. We hate going to that place. Dangerous, <laughs> yeah. But eating players, yeah. That's what you want. You want a dangerous atmosphere. Dangerous from a standpoint of. It's a great crowd. Intimidation. And, yeah, intimidation. And it gets in your head and but it you makes you But you don't want anybody less. to get hurt, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I like playing at Iowa that, State. But... No matter they're bad or good, you're like, oh, i got to play at Iowa State. Yeah, you know, that's a tough, that's a place, tough place, man. It's just, yeah. And so that's when, you know. Kansas is too. I mean, when you go to Kansas, that's a KU's a tough place to they play. They did just lose last night, though. They did. I yes, saw that. Yes, BYU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was, was so wild. Crazy. It's, uh, but no, it, it is just, there's just something about the, uh, the, the danger factor, you know, and tech is such dun, a dun, dun. tech has always had kind of a renegade atmosphere. But I think it's a I think it's a it's a product psychologically of being out here in West Texas, and we're out here, we're independent, we work hard, we're got a little chip on our shoulder because the rest of the state is always mouthing off. Mm. You're in the middle of nowhere, you're in the desert, all that stuff. But we, so I think right. we we defend, you know, we but we bow up. It's like, look, man, don't be talking about my. My, my town. And, right. You know. Fun fact about the last time that Kansas and Tech lost on their home court on the same day. Okay. Um, it's only happened one other time in the last 10 seasons, and it was January 2nd, 2021, when KU lost to Texas and we lost to Oklahoma State. Wow. That's so. a great fact. Dang, man. I tell you what, this. 
She's you talk about somebody who's who's campaigned to be the best intern ever. <laughs> I mean that 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 kind of work right there. That's Thank that's you. pretty impressive, Julissa. Yeah. 96.3 KLLL. Jeff Mudflap and the gang. I love them in the morning. Your morning escape. All right, it's 8:53, and uh, yeah, we we're talking about the Tech game last night. One we soon uh, just forget. Now, up next, though, you got West Virginia, and that's yes. that's a road game too. Yes, Another tough is. place to play, and so we'll see what happens there. Today is National Tooth Fairy Day. I don't know if you're aware of this, Jaleesa. Oh, but, you know I love what? all the national holidays that we just come up with. Yeah, I know. Yeah, invented national holidays. You know what a weird movie was? Was that uh, The Rock, The Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah. That was kind of a fun movie. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't think I'd like that one. It's uh, National Tooth Fairy Day. How much How much money when you were a kid losing teeth, how much did the tooth fairy leave you typically? I would say for like a small tooth, I'd get like 5 to $10 maybe. Ooh. Or like if it was a, an important tooth, I would get like 20 bucks or something. What's an important and tooth? Like your front teeth oh, or like your canines. Okay. Okay. Or like my first tooth, I think I got $20 because okay. it was the first wow. tooth I ever lost. And that was a special day for me. Did you have, did you have perfect teeth growing up? Um, for the most part, yeah, I was in braces for about six, seven months yeah. to fix like the back of my teeth. But right. I feel like I've been blessed with pretty teeth. Yeah, yeah. we well, got can. nice teeth now. Yeah. yeah, I had braces when I was a kid. Had to had to do that. So yeah, I had like I had like my front teeth came in. Had an overbite. You know, I was like buck tooth guy. You know, and then I had <laughs> braces. Had to wear headgear and do all well, that stuff. Good now. But, well, thank you. Um, tooth fairy day though, according to new Delta Dental uh, polling information. The tooth fairy is leaving a little less this year. The average value of a lost tooth declined by six percent, from six twenty-three per tooth to five eighty-four per tooth. Uh, it's still not bad if you're a kid. I mean, you know, five bucks when you're a kid right. is like five thousand dollars when you're an adult. You know, kids in the uh, out west got the most per tooth at an average of eight fifty-four per tooth. Kids in the northeast get like six eighty-seven from the tooth fairy, followed by five fifty-one in the south. And 363 in the Midwest. Man, if you lose a tooth in the Midwest, man, you're getting... Might uh, as well just keep your teeth. You're right. Don't, don't yeah. even lose one. Yeah, you could probably sell yeah. them on the open market and get more than $3.63. <laughs> I'm still a little blown away by the odd, like the $5.74, you know, whatever the number well, I was. I think maybe sometimes the tooth fairy just into the night is having to, like, dig in the dig pocket. Dig in the pockets. And maybe so. Maybe so. My last one, I'll do it. Here's some change. Cause see, I think even so, you said but like five dollars or ten dollars. Yeah. Maybe, okay. See, I think even when I was a kid, I was I was probably. Right. I look in, back huh? on it now, and I think, man, for the time, I was probably I was ahead of the curve. I was probably doing pretty good because I think I'd I'd get five bucks. Wow. Tooth, nice. You know? Nice. You know, adjust inflation. That'd be like you know probably you know forty bucks today or something. Yeah. But <laughs> right. I was doing all right. Um. But yeah, tooth. Uh. The, the tooth fairy was there money in her? Okay. I know I had something else I was going to ask you about involving uh, involving the tooth fairy. Tooth and I can't fairy? remember now what it was. Huh? Okay. Well, must not have been that important. All right. Well, <laughs> it's okay. Um, do you remember the first tooth you ever lost, though? Uh probably alley one in the back. Okay, that's my guess. Oh, I know what it was. I had some tooth fairy questions here. That's what oh, it was. the old tooth fairy questions. I was so excited to lose my first tooth, though, because I can remember and just trying to work that thing. Man, I could not wait. And I was so excited to be able to put it under my pillow and get, get cash, you know? I mean, that was that was my motivation. I was like, man, pull this thing out. It's money. Wow. And so, man, I worked that thing so hard, and I finally <laughs> mm, yanked mm. that thing out. Boy, 
That was, that was a that was a glorious day. You know, it's it's bad now. I mean, wouldn't it, would you pull your teeth if you could still get cash for your teeth now? Depending on how much, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> right. All right, here we go. Here's some National Tooth Fairy Day questions here before we get out of here this okay. morning. All this right. is only an exhibition. It is not a competition. Right. Good. It's said, not? Okay? Oh, I was I was wanting to compete with her. We well, know I'm not very good at question-based okay, competitions. Well, well, you might be good at this. Okay, okay. so here, right. we go. here we go. Everyone play along this morning. Okay. What tough guy actor played the tooth fairy on the big screen? <laughs> Rock. Rock. <laughs> I got that one. Yeah, I knew you'd get that one. See, that was good. See? But you knew that. Yes. Okay. Question two, what animal represents the tooth fairy in parts of Europe? Does anybody know that what just animal? straight up? Uh, I'm going to say the beaver. Incorrect. Do you have a multiple choice selection? Is it the turtle, the dove, or the mouse? I'm going to say the dove. I'm going to say the mouse. It's the mouse. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Good job, Mud Pop. <laughs> I thought we said this wasn't a competition. We're, we're not playing. It is now. We're not playing word of the day anymore. Two to zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. According to legend, what does the tooth fairy do with the teeth that she collects? Wow, I don't think I ever knew this. This is interesting. Do, do y'all know this? Or do you want multiple sure, choice? Yeah I, yeah, I know it. Yeah. What is it? Uh, <clears throat> what she do with what the, she do with the, do with the she, she, uh, do with the teeth that she collects? Yeah. That she collects. I'm gonna say uh, like that builds a waterfall, like like a like a, like a mountain, like a tooth waterfall. What? Yeah, like builds a rock tooth. Oh, so farm. a water. Yeah. So uh, yes. the, so a waterfall could come over. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's strange. Multiple choice. Here's the multiple choice. Okay. A. She makes jewelry. B. She grows more teeth for the needy. C, she builds houses for her fairy community. Oh, it's the fairy community. What do you think? What was answer B? Uh, B was grows more teeth for the needy. I'm going to say that one. So you think she's a philanthropist? Um, yes. The actual answer is she builds houses for her fairy community. <laughs> Thank you. I just won three to zero. Woo-hoo-hoo! Well, I'm going to say two to one yeah, because gonna... you knew the rock. So two to one. You Did just she... said it first. Yes, yeah, she heard the answer. So it wasn't. It was only an exhibition <laughs> until you won. Then we'll, we'll say until it was I a won. Straight up competition. Let's have tooth fairy questions every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll get on that. All right, uh, but no, you did win word of the day. I did. And, and in the grand like scheme every of day. Thing, well, congratulations. I know, I know. I know. But when it comes down to what's a better skill, being able to identify words or be able to win tooth fairy trivia, I think I we, say, I think we know the answer, Jeff. You don't even have to go there. <laughs> I don't think the answer is what you think it is. I, but yeah. All right. Well, you're Julissa, right. It's not. Julissa, are you are you here tomorrow? Yes. Okay, you're here yeah. tomorrow on Friday. Okay. So we're going to get that schedule down. One Congratulations. Just keep trying on that tooth fairy thing. Yeah. You'll be all right. I'll have to study yeah. up my tooth fairy. Yeah, back. just look in the mirror, you know. On look a serious note, though, we, we're glad you're okay after last Thank night. You. That was crazy because yeah. yeah. we were worried about That's you. That's just somewhere. hilarious we were talking about that. We really were yeah, about how that, safe it is yeah, on the sidelines. Yeah, and, you, know. you hadn't felt it then. Wow. And then that happens last night. All right. Well, listen, uh, if you're part of the gang, you got to be here tomorrow morning. And uh, if you'd like to make you know let us know you're part of the gang every morning, you just text your name to 806-900-9630 so you know who you are, and then uh, listen every day. And if you miss any of the show or you know you have a friend maybe that doesn't even wake up early but you're always laughing and saying, hey, you got to check this out, please share the show. We've got our podcast, the Jeff Mudflap and the Gang Podcast. Right now you can find it at ktlll.com in the Listen uh, tab and then uh coming up in the few days ahead here we'll let you know exactly when it is but it will be on youtube with the podcast and uh, apple podcasts and you know some other places where you get podcasts so 
Um, so that's in the process here. So we'll let you know. But right now, it's at KLLL.com. All right, Julissa, we'll go uh, go study hard today, and we'll see you I tomorrow will. morning, all right? See you all tomorrow. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Be part of the gang this morning. Text or call 806-900-9630.